This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of Celtic Blues TV, the Balls and Balls podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight. Hopefully, we have Terence, uh, Care 6611 from our form page for the podcast, www.celticrumors.co.uk. You can also check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. On tonight's show, we will look at the uh, match reaction of yesterday's 4 3 victory away to Hearts at Tynecastle. Uh, we will talk about the in- introduction of VAR to Scottish football in yesterday's game. And we looked ahead to the Champions League game against Shakhtar Donetsk on Tuesday. Of course, anything you guys in the live chat or you wish to come on, please let us know. And Mark will put a link in the live chat if you wish to come on to discuss your topic. First, say hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Thanks very much, Paul. A few quick shout-outs to some of the boys for the forum. Uh, Glasgow Green, Old Tim Aloy, Richie and his family. Uh, we joined United Ireland as well. No seen him in a while. Uh, who have we got in the live chat? Uh, Mikey, evening Mikey, big shout outs to Mikey, Mikey and Mrs Mikey found out yesterday that it's a wee baby boy they're having in March, oh. so that's another wee addition to the Hoops family coming next year, so congratulations to Mikey and his wife, uh, Bobby Sutherland, nice to see you again Bobby, Brian, Brian as usual is in there, Mappy, Mappy's a new guy, thanks for coming in Mappy, I don't think we've been, I've seen you before, but thanks very much for joining us, uh, we're up at 600 and 13, 14 subscribers now. Just creep them up a couple every week. But last couple of that live is that reaction poll we done during midweek as well, man. That mm-hmm. done crazy numbers again. That was 416 or something the last time I checked, I think it was. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But again, thanks to everybody that joins in the live chat, listens to his back through, whether it's YouTube or all the po- uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, we really appreciate all the support in that. And uh, as Paul says, the link to everything's in the description box below through our link tree. You'll get our Discord groups. Uh, we've got a video games Discord. You can join the Celtic pools and a link to our forum. You should all come along to the forum and stuff like that. Everybody's more than welcome. That was bud. So, so yesterday's game, Heart 3, Celtic 4. Um, a game ruled, I think it was ruled by Nick Walsh and McLean in the VAR studio. Um, controversial decisions going against Celtic yesterday at Tynecastle. Tynecastle is always a tough place to go at any time for any team in Scottish football. For me, yesterday, Celtic were up against the Hearts players, fans, Walsh, McLean, and Indivar. Lots to talk about, uh, but this Celtic team showed character, uh, going behind, getting draws, draws through the game, a late goal by Taylor. Um, Forrest opened the score, and then it was Gina, then it was Mita. Taylor scoring the last one to score three points. Keeping away from VAR for the Mortmark, it was a big, big win. Like, that was a big win, considering throughout the game, we, we were sluggish at times, but we've seen 
this team under Ange Mark, they, they do show character. They do get the wins. Oh, definitely, Paul. That's a few games now we've, we've kind of, mm-hmm. kind of had to ground out, eh, ground out results. But, I mean, that's maybe not a very popular opinion, Paul, but I thought Hearts played well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I thought... I thought See, avoid the VAR thing because that's going to go on all night probably. But see, if you were a neutral watching that game, it was a good game for a neutral to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Hearts did. At least they, I mean, they came out and they had a real, a right, real hard go at us. Uh, but again, Celtic just proved that they're the better team. They're the, they're the 90 minutes. I mean, it really was. I'm delighted for we Greg Taylor. I've always, I've always liked we Greg Taylor as we all know that. Yeah, uh, Bobby saying he hates hearts. So I detest hearts as well, Bobby. I really do. But mm-hmm. credit where it's due. I mean, when was the last time Celtic went to Tynecastle? And no, I mean it was. They weren't even. They weren't even playing dirty or nothing. To get what I mean, but that's the kind of game we expect when we go to Tynecastle. A real physical kick top and doing the park game, and they really weren't. They? And I thought the wee guy Devlin was it Devlin in the middle for him. I thought he had a great game against us. So I, I think it actually adds to. The perfor- how good the performance and the result is for Celtic that I'm saying that I thought Hearts played really well yesterday but just going by what you said Mark like Devlin controlled the midfield and when you sent me out the line up yesterday I I was very confused by the line up because we've always said Ange he goes and what team is right for the day he studies the team today he goes and that's what we've seen him do. He tweaks his lineup for that particular game. But I couldn't understand, knowing how physical Hearts would be, why would he start Barry instead of Taylor? And not, and, and not being on Haxbanovic from the uh, start that, as well. Who that was that probably a mistake. The Bernabe starting, I think that was probably Angie's mistake. Yeah, the, because the most of the player came down the left. Like, and you can't blame the young lad, Mark. It is. It's a tough place to go to. I think, Mark, will be, it's more intimidating than Ibrox because the pitch is so near the stands as well there in, in Tynecastle. You can see it there, like the pitch is, is partly right next. It's an old stadium, do you get me? The pitch Aye. is partly by... by, by they need to, to fill it, Paul. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, for Celtic, there was a, a hell of a lot of empty seats in the heart stands yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which, again... Mm-hmm. I mean that just shows you if you can if your fans are only going to turn up playing if you're going to be playing Celtic, I mean your fans shouldn't be moaning about results and stuff like that if they're not turning up to, to mm-hmm. against games like that. Even, uh, even, even in Rod, thanks for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. But just looking at their penalty calls, Mark, do you think they were penalties? Can you see why they were given, or would you be against them? No. I think we're paying. I think it's two of them were penalties, Paul. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I really was that clumsy defending Denmark by us. I, the Carter Vickers one, it was just it, 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 there was no, it's no as if they were like malicious tackles or that, mm-hmm. Paul. But mm-hmm. they were, they were, they were fools. They were penalties. But the handball one was as much a penalty as any they were. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of people kind of coming out, Mark talking about that like old pundits uh, Bobby Madden actually came out today and he said it that it was no no penalty but there's no no doubt about it Paul I mean it's it's a stonewall penalty as you're going to see Mm -hmm. and and you shouldn't even need VAR to see that Mm -hmm. 
No, look, I, I agree with you. Like, but my thing is right, and I was listening to expert analysis today on, on the Premier League. This fellow Gallagher was talking about it, and people were saying, why didn't Nick Walsh go over to the monitor? And he said, well, it all comes down to McLean. If McLean says, grand, I got your decision, Nick Walsh is going to think, Mark, he made the right decision. Decision, right. you get me? That's, you know, so it was McLean. It's one of the things people are here about as far. That should be the referee. See if there's a bar called. It should be the referee that goes out to look at it, and the final mm-hmm. decision should be done to the referee. Mm-hmm. The guy up in the gantry is kind of heed of or whatever you want to come. He shouldn't be making the decisions. He mm-hmm. definitely shouldn't be. But the, one of the fundamental rules of football is the referee's decision is final. But if mm-hmm. the referee's not making a decision and it's a guy just sitting up there and telling it, I mean, for a ref, for a referee, not even to go out. I mean, they spent long enough with it. Yeah, the Carter was it the Carter Vickers one. The first, what was the first time they used bar for? And it went on for an eternity, and yet he's not even going out to check. Which, for somebody, for a guy that's sitting watching that on a screen like we were, and even in a replay, to not even get the referee out to look at that or to say to him, no, that's a penalty, is absolutely ridiculous. And they're only telling the two others always teasing problems when you. It doesn't matter they be teasing problems. If they, if that if you can't see that that's a penalty. Using VAR, then there's something's far, far wrong with it. Far, far wrong with the setup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> very impressed with Molly again yesterday, Mark. Yeah, very impressed with him. I thought his passing again was 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 boss. I think O'Reilly seemed to be anonymous yesterday. Uh, I think, as you said, rightly said, they are Devlin controlled that kind of midfield battle. But was screaming. This player to come in and this Allegal player to get it to get a run of things, like it it, it baffles me that he doesn't see it. You know, it, it really really does. Like when you see a team like Hearts, Mark, you know that Hearts aren't going to sit back. Do you get me? You know they're no. not going to sit back. You know it's Grant Sean O'Reilly in there. If we're going to have eleven men behind the ball, you know what I mean. You don't need a defensive from the field of force. But when you see them controlling. Mm-hmm. That midfield again yesterday. You know, it, it, it makes you think that Bobby's saying there, that is true. Moy, Moy is slow. He is, but I, I still, I thought he, he's, he's playing better than I expect him. Paul, I said that to you the other night. Do you know what I, I mean? Think I think he makes up for it, Mark, with his intelligence. Ah, uh, he can read the game a bit. Like he can read it like beat on. Your beat on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Ter. Screaming, that's how we. Ah, good man, good man. Thanks for joining us again, Ter. Mm-hmm. No, we're just starting there, Terence. We're just talking about the performance yesterday. We're going to talk about VAR kind of later on, but, but we're just talking about performance. And look, it, it's coming back to what you were saying in the live chat again. And I was saying in the live chat yesterday is that that midfield battle was lost again yesterday, Terence. Yeah, it was it was a gutsy performance, in fairness. Now, I said they, they, they got away with one. It wasn't looking good to be fair at one stage, but uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Paul. And like the, that led. Devlin, the Australian lad, like he was, he was allowed, he was allowed flying to tackles, he was allowed, you know, clattering to fellas, and we didn't really have anyone to do that back to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we look, they, they got, they got away with it, but I agree, with you, Paul. I, I don't understand, and as, as I said to you, I said to you on the live chat, I don't understand how they, how they don't think that they can play with this. It's not like it's problem is it's not, a, it's not like an old style defensive midfielder that just sits there. The modern, the modern one is going to like your. Is it the Man United fellow, the fellow from Real Madrid? Cam, is it, Cam, 
Tamir yeah. or whatever. Like they move forward. Make that tackle, Terry. As, up as Tamir, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They move, they move forward, Mark. As you said, they move forward. They, they, they're involved in the play, but it's just I don't know. They just seem to think that. Pascal just thinks he doesn't need it because to bring a fellow like O'Reilly, who's a really quality player, into basically who was originally the number ten role, and say, okay, now you're going to go back and it's a number six role. I don't know. I, I mean, if you were, as I heard you just mentioned in there, Paul, if you were like Abigail or any of these other boys, like you'll be saying to yourself, I may as well hit away in January. You're not going to get. Mm-hmm. You're not. Get, you can't, if you if you can't get a game, if you can't get a game in a, if they're playing a fellow in your position who isn't in that who isn't that position. Then what chance do you have, like? Oh, because, you know, even, Joe, a jo- even a Joseph, thanks for coming in tonight again, bud. Nice to just see what you. Joseph was saying there, Mark. Uh, he thought a lot of the team had like, uh, kind of lost their ball control yesterday. We want as crisp as. But then, <coughs> Mark, I'm going then. Can you be as crisp against Hearts? You know, because you, you know you're going to be getting a tough game. Can you play that fluent football against a team like that? You know, is, is is these the type of matches that maybe we have to dig deep, we have to grind out the results, but to concede three goals, like I know two of them were penalties, but we we were lucky in the end, like to get away with that win. You know, I wouldn't say lucky. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. We earned, we earned it, Paul. Do you know what I mean? So I well, know that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know, know well, seen, lucky to get that goal in aye. the end. Like it could have went either way, Mark. You get me? Aye, uh, it was a bit of a strange game. It really was. I don't know how, but, how it's going to pan out in Scottish football this season. But but the funny thing about it, though, Paul, is like most times when Celtic play against some of these teams, the lesser sides, there's always a complaint from like, say Livingston and that, that the pitch isn't watered, that it isn't slick enough. It was raining before the game, so the ball was zipping off the mm-hmm. surface. Mm-hmm. In so in some cases, it was Celtic's players' lack of quality in the sense that their touch was very poor that there was you know like the, the good the good players if you look for arguments like O'Reilly Hattati in particular their touches are unbelievable they they really their first touch is rarely a poor touch whereas the the the, the Argentinian lad had a had a nightmare of fullback he did he did, he did and obviously they changed him for Taylor now he's a fine player but he just had one of those days but you could I see thought that it was even, a mistake anyway Terence to put him into a game like that so I was just saying to Mark there before you came on like that it, it didn't I, look like a game for him. It, it was more of a game for Taylor. You know, yeah, like that, would, that, that would get stuck in, like, you know. Yeah, but in, in fairness to the lad, he hasn't, he hasn't done an awful lot wrong so far. Okay, mm. he didn't have the greatest game in the world yesterday, but, but I suppose the manager has to, has to look and say, like, he, he, if, if, put it like this, Paul, if, if he, would he be good enough to come into the Champions League game next week against Shakhtar and Nesk if he got his if he had to, and the and the argument would have been probably up to before yesterday. You'd probably say, yeah, he's performed very very well. So mm-hmm. he, I, he just he just had one of those games. But as you said, Paul Hearts is a very hard game. They they were and they were right in Celtic's face from the word go. They were flying in, and sometimes some players don't like when you're a player's on your face. They, oh they, yeah, they, we can't say that good, about like. this Celtic team. Yeah, we can't be saying that about Terence Bowden. Like we taught you, Jack. If a team is physical, physical against Celtic, on the Ange, we're not at our best. We don't like players in our faces, and that's that's the truth about it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and even like even yesterday, to be fair, Paul, even Carter Vickers didn't look himself yesterday. Uh-huh. Jens, Jens to me, to me, to be fair, is 
only okay. He never he he always puts the fear of God in me at times when he has the ball at his feet. He, he, because I just I I worry about him and yet like yesterday like as I said like all the boys at the back their their first touch wasn't the greatest in the world when the ball came zipping towards him because the surface was wet and obviously you could see it was it was heavy rain there beforehand. So you know and obviously Hearts went pressed as high as they could to kind of they know the way Celtic were going to play out from the back. So you know there's. It's the, it's sometimes the quality of the player itself that's on on, on show. The, the touch wasn't good enough, and they they were putting themselves under a bit of pressure. You know what I mean? But Hearts is mm-hmm. it's, look, it's a fantastic result because Hearts is a horrible place to go to play a game. Mhm. You get in and you get the win and you get out of dodge as quick as you can, isn't it? It's the same. Oh yeah, it's three points. Ah, that's it. But as you said, it, I mean, historically, Tynecastle was a really really tough place to go, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> like that's one of the games that's always kind of when the fixture list comes out you always get oh that's a interest like that and Patodi used to be, maybe knows much now but it's still it's, 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 it's not tough it's, it's, ah, it's still it's still going to be a tough game up at Aberdeen but it's all, that's, that's a, that kind of result yesterday that's the kind of uh, results in that win you championships do you get what I mean that's the difference between a draw and a win and stuff I mean we could easily have lost that yesterday as mm-hmm. well Oh, yeah, massive, massive, massive results when you consider they were playing first as well, and they've rarely played first. They've rarely played ahead of Rangers, so they had to they had to get the, the the points on the board, so to speak. They done that, and you saw what happened following us. The other crowd dropped points, so it's you know it's it's a, it's a fantastic result for Celtic yesterday. Like, just to go to uh, what Brian is saying there, Mark. Uh, good to see me just go again. Uh, I, I we think he's getting back a bit of confidence. Uh, he seemed to enjoy that call. His celebration seemed to be kind of enjoyed it, and Hayata came up and lifted him up. And you if know. you watch it back, Paul, I think he was he was lucky when, and it was nearly going over the bar. Mm-hmm. But I was good. It's good to see him. See him Could have had his, should have had an assist as well, Mark, with that miss for Moy. That was a shock. Oh, that was terrible. That was ridiculous. That miss for Moy. Mm-hmm. That was really, really poor. Mm-hmm. I did a bit of digging uh, today on on, on Moy. Uh, so far this season from the players that played over 300 minutes with Celtic like that's most like that, that's practically the, the first 11 he actually has the most assists this season for 90 minutes played Mihida the most assists this season and, sure? and there we say he's yeah 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 he's the most assists I don't mm. have the exact figure, but I get but he has the most assists. And I, I actually found a very strange for a player that we thought wasn't doing well this season. Well, he wasn't doing well for the last few weeks, though, Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. In, 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 in fairness, I, as I said, I'm only critiquing the individual from what I had seen. And he, he one, he didn't look a happy camper, and we had said that. Two, yeah. he, two his... His finishing had been very poor, and two, his crossing had been very poor. Now, I was delighted to see him score yesterday, and I was delighted to see him score the the the, the finish against Hibbs. And the funny thing about it is, Paul, the two finishes, the finish against Hibbs and the finish yesterday, were two hard finishes, considering the ones some of the ones he's missed. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. They, they were two. They were two brilliant finishes. And the one thing it was nice to see yesterday when he did score is that he had a smile on his face. Yeah, he the looked celebration. Happy, yeah, yeah. And he went. He went into the fence. It was something that I hadn't seen from the guy in a couple of weeks. He, he looked, yeah. he looked like he didn't want to be there. And I, I had said that. And as I said, I'm only critiquing the individual on the performance. I don't have any 
anything personal against Maeda or any dissenting no, no, player. Look, you don't know, you take the good with the bad, and yeah. that's what yeah. we always we always say about on this podcast. I mean, it's time to praise the team. It's time to not praise the team. And, and if a player is not playing well, Mark, you call it out. But uh, one exactly. thing I will say about it, Mark, is that about me that he does get into positions. He does get in the box. Uh, do you know what I mean? But now we see him get into his position and is scoring. So hopefully it's it's on ones and upwards because I was looking at. Barnaby, yesterday, like, if he did not have Meade in front of him, Mark, that, that left side of that thing was a free-for-all yesterday. Like, I, I watched the concrete that, that Meade was constantly going back, going back to, to, to help out the lad. And it's not that, as Terence said, like, he just had a bad game. It's not to do with you. He's a young lad, like, it's a tough, tough place, Mark, for any young lad to go play in uh, Tynecastle, but... I could see, I I can actually see why Ange puts him in there because of that tracking back. I mean, he does need necessarily need to do it when Taylor's there. But yesterday, Mark, I think we were very lucky. He was on the pitch yesterday. Uh, yeah, you know? I mean, there's Nick. There's, there's never been any doubt about his effort and mm-hmm. his work rate and stuff like that. I mean, he, could, he probably covers. Well, he must be one of the kind of what is it that you call it top runners or something like covering the most area during games for Celtic. Me, you know. But mm-hmm. it's it's just actually it needs to for it's just for the last few weeks and that but it's just it needs to offer more. It needs to mm-hmm. It's just it the all, all, overall product, Matt. That was all I was. I, I, I mean it, I, for weeks there all he was doing was running a bit. He wasn't actually producing much, yeah, but I mean mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we were pressing he was always there again, that's just doing his energy and he's running. But even there was what a time yesterday, Paul, I noticed uh, and he went fleeing down the left wing. And it reminded me, Paul, of the videos we watched him. Mm-hmm. He stopped and cut back. Aye, and I don't, I, somebody, I said in the live chat, how come, who did he stop there for? Because he was away and somebody said maybe there wasn't anybody in the box. But see, the, the videos, Paul, we watched, he would take that on himself and go for a goal himself. Yeah, I, don't, I just he don't know why, worked, yeah. why he didn't do it. Like, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd just love to see him. Is it just, Mark, is, is, is it just a thing, Mark, that he, he, he's just getting his confidence back now and Maybe he still needs to believe in his own ability that he can do that, you get me? You well, know? Maybe, maybe it is that, Paul. He's, he's been doing for a wee while. He knows his performances haven't been up we, to scratch. We, we saw him on YouTube. Like, I mean, that's the type of run we saw him do. Like, and I, I, it's with his speed, Mark, he'd, he'd born anyone on that hard speed right. with, with that speed, yeah. I just you know? thought it was a bit weird. I just thought, just at least go yourself and try something yourself. We know, mm-hmm. we know you can do it. We've seen you doing it. And and again, another assist for for Rallison again yesterday. No, it didn't go as an assist. Didn't it? No. No, no, it's not an assist to Ralston. No. Fuck, why not? I was going to say that yesterday, but I kept that one to throw on you. Then yeah, it didn't go as why, an assist. Well, why didn't it? Hearts player, didn't it? It deflected oh. up the ball. It deflected up off the Hearts player on the ground and. Obviously, lobbed over Gordon, and obviously Boris was standing there. So, yeah, but see, my point then, though, in in having Lalson in that team, you get me the difference he brings. I know you've had aye, a you're different. You're on a different. Yeah. You've been in there today. Yeah, aye, you, know, you, know, you know, it's just positions, Mark. He gets it, and do you think it was JFP that uh, I said in the live chat yesterday, Mark, that he is one of the best crosses at the moment. In in that Celtic team, like he can't produce a deadly Aye. cross. And there know? isn't that many. 
No, there's I mean, not. there is not that many you know what I mean, sir. It's, it's a big, big plus on his game because it's, it's can put in like crosses for the byline. He can put in like for, if he's a bit further back in the pitch. I'd say he's probably the best closer to the ball at the club, the new Paul. Mhm, mhm. And James Fast again, back stepping up. You know, he's getting the. You know, he's he's he. Rahida, Rahida, stay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He seems to be a a player mark that we call upon when needed, and you like. James Forrest does deliver when needed at, at the moment with Celtic, don't they? Well, he's the last couple of weeks. He's certainly having a weekend of a, a renaissance period, isn't he? But, but if he keeps it up for him, I'll be, I'll be delighted for him. If he keeps it up, I'll be delighted for Celtic. He even looks, like we said last week, uh, not last week, just after the the, the Hibs game, that to me, he looks the most lean mark I've ever seen him at Celtic. He looks... Aye. Faceer than than he ever did, you know. I uh, definitely he seems to have kind of toned down, toned toned his body up a bit in that. Paul he is looking a lot leaner, mm-hmm. fatter. I'd even say, Paul, I'd even say he looked a wee bit faster as well. Oh, yeah. see, like last season in that we were saying he's kind of oh, he's lost his pace. Maybe he's lost a bit of weight and he's fine. I'm not saying he's, he's, he's fast as he he's used to be, but yeah, he's exactly, him, Mark. He's not just, carrying he that way. Yeah, exactly, he seems to be that. moving a lot quicker than he was kind of last year and stuff like that. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I've never been his biggest fan, but I'm delighted for him the last couple of weeks. And if Angie's happy with him, well, can't, it's just one of the things. Mm-hmm. He's putting up four goals in two games. Campbell's just through the roof now. That's, that's, a, that's a big factor. He's He's confident in... If you're a confident player and, and you've got the claw, it's all of a sudden things that you mightn't have thought you could do three months ago. You can go, oh, yeah, I can, I can take on this fellow. I can beat this man. I can, I can score goals. I can get in the right position. All of a sudden, you 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 have two or three good weeks where you're banging in goals or doing assists or doing something. Something. All of a sudden, it's it's confidence thing. Sure, any anything in life is confidence, whether it's working or sport mm-hmm. or whatever. You're confident in what you're doing, all of a sudden you feel like, yeah, I can do that, I can score there, or I can get in that pass, or I can get down that line, or I can do whatever I have to do. Makes a massive difference. And obviously, James Forrest, is, as Mark said, he's in a purple patch now, and he's happy, he's smiling, he's enjoying his football, he's confident. You can see Moyeda after last week and this week, he obviously looks like he's getting the confidence back a bit more. You know, so I mean, when when you when you've got players like that, and and it, you know, it helps, it helps, and it, and it 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 helps the team, it helps the squad. It's it's great to see, like. Mm-hmm. That's do, you think, do you think maybe? Do you think maybe the fact that uh, that Cal Cal McGregor's not in the team maybe that's pushed forward a wee bit maybe up further up the pecking order for that kind of experience knowing the club can get him on there. Could be Mark because like if you look at it like this is a young young Celtic team. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of these players haven't played. I know they played last season. A lot of players have had the experience, but. Because I said, Mark, when, when he did sign that new contract at the start of last season, that Ange lost two big personalities in the dressing room, Tom Roderick and Beeson, who've been around the club for the best part of 30 years between them. Do you know what I mean? So they're two big. Presence you're going to miss, like you know, like, that was definitely one of the reasons he kept James Foster wrong. Aye. Do you know what I mean? We know he's not going to play week in and week out. Like, and 
all of a sudden Denmark, Callum McGregor gets injured and we're seeing James Forrest kind of come into the team. So yeah, he's even like, you know, that, uh, he's not going to be playing every week. I mean, Forrest knows that himself. He's not going to be mm-hmm. playing every week, but for him to come in, and if he can come in when he's asked Paul and David, he's dead. Exactly. That's that, no problem at all with James Forrest. I mean, see, mm-hmm. see, they're saying he's looking, he's looking fatter than he's done in a long time. He's scored their four goals in two games. He, even he's looking, he's looking hungrier. He's beating men and getting into these positions and that again the way you did a few years back. So, mm-hmm. if Forrest's going to get find a place in the squad, then good, good luck to him. Mm-hmm. So it can only be good for Celtic as well. Just what she was saying there uh, about the confidence thing, uh, Terence, like. This this win yesterday just breathed confidence into the Celtic team. I I think what? I think it was a big big win. It was a huge win, Paul. But but Paul winning winning breeds confidence. Full stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't matter who they're who you're beating. I mean, any of the top teams in the world when they're consistently winning, it you know it, it breeds confidence and and you you in a sense you you stand you stand that nine ten foot taller. You feel you feel when you're going into a game you can win the game. Every game, it doesn't matter who they're playing, and and this and this Celtic team, you you can you can see it because as I said, they go one up, then they go two one down, then they go up, then they go three all. So then they kept going. You, like you knew when it was three all, the likelihood there was that wasn't going to be the end of the score. Not necessarily for Celtic, or you know what I mean. But you you could say it yourself. You can't see this. You can't see there have been no more goals in the game, and they're a very very confident side, and that that comes from the manager, and you can see you can see it through the whole team, and. It doesn't matter what players he changes, what players he brings in, what players he brings out. Players, players seem to have an awful lot of confidence to come in and in themselves and their their teammates beside them. As you said, it could be Ralston, it could be Uranovic, it could be O'Reilly, it could be Atate, it could be Jeff Kamakis, Kyogo. It it could be even Seagrass when he comes in and goes for the cup games. It doesn't matter who comes in. Everyone, everyone is very very confident in what they're doing because obviously the manager has instilled huge confidence in all the players. And he 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 portrays that across, and even the way he speaks, you know. So he 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 must be a great guy. Like um, remind me of a Martin O'Neill style fella. He strikes mm-hmm. strikes very much, very much a man 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 management, and you know he really is a guy to build up the players and it builds them up and builds them up and builds them up and makes them believe. Like, listen, you're 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 actually the best player in this position that league. You're the best player. No one's no one's as good as you, and you deserve to be here. That's mm-hmm. the kind of guy that passed the cog kind of strikes, and then the players go out with that, seem to go out and play with that attitude all the time, and it's great to see, like you know. Just what Terence was saying there, Mark, when when he came on, uh, it's it's not often uh, we we play before uh, the, the the Rangers, uh, and we did yesterday, and it, it was up to Celtic to to get that result, and with them drawing yesterday, for me, it made that result. Even bigger. Yeah, it made it even it made it even more important. Yeah, yeah. Aye. You uh, know, could have went either way, as you said, Mark. It could have. I definitely wasn't expecting that result at Ibrooks yesterday. But mm-hmm. need, need, I really wasn't. So, aye, that was another bonus for us. Mm-hmm. It'd be even better if it could have just stayed at the one nothing for Livy right enough. I know. Of course. Hail, 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 William. Nice to see you again tonight again, bud. Um, so moving on. Um, just to go with that, Paul, we know well Rod's saying that. What position do you guys think that will strengthen in the transfer window? I was thinking of this earlier on. Centre forward? Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I thought we'd have signed a centre forward. 
we spoke about that. I thought it would have changed like I know, like even maybe a young Loney that was a bit different, a bit maybe maybe when we went for Edward on loan or something like that, or like yeah. an old aging guy because he's not going to get much game time unless Kyogo and Giacomakis are out. But that's, that's a hard one, man. It really is a hard send, one. Send the forward or send the back. Send the forward or send the back is the only two positions I could see. Yeah, like I, I, I really looking at you there, like I, I think. We, we don't need any more midfielders. No, we definitely what, what no. we have in the team. Do you get me? But, they're, they're, but they're no. Bobby, Bobby's just said he'd, he'd like a CDM. But we've got CDM. But we don't here, have that. Like, we, ha- we, we have them there. So, I mean, so my problem is with Ange Mark is 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 why is he signing these players? Do you get me? When he's not used, like what Terence said there about Oliveira, I, I might as well go back out and loan to another team in January. Terence, do you know what I mean? Why yeah, are we exactly. bringing in these players when, when we're not playing? We have, we have James McCarthy, we've we've Allegard, we've Gucci, we've McGregor, or we can we see now O'Reilly can play there. You've a you've a young lad who's in among the first team as well, and Bosman Law, who eventually I think will, will play that position. But you've you've you know, got Scott Robertson as well, Paul. He yeah. played against he played against Clues yeah. two years ago, like you know, you know. Sorry about the noise there, no lads. I just need yeah. to take off the knee strap. You know, but um why is he signing these players, Mark? If just if, if he's not build. playing them, like because I said when when Barry was on with us last season, I said what's the point in signing Gucci when he's not even fucking that? What's the point in signing James McCarthy when he's not even using them? You know, I just don't think he wants that type of player. But then, Mark, why is he signing them? Aye, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's something we keep talking about the, the same thing, but it's a. Even if he's not wanting that kind of out and out old fashioned, it's not even old fashioned, but that kind of just straight on CDM, just someday we're a bit yeah. of physical, we're a wee bit of physical presence, a wee bit of snap about them, Paul. Yeah, but we said that about James McCarthy, Mark, in the St. Mirren game. I mean, he doesn't have to be like this. It's like what Terence was saying there. He doesn't have to sit back. We saw that with James McCarthy getting that goal. Uh, what was the same it was a Ross County when, when he uh, made St. Johnson and there was nowhere we were scoring that goal because no one on that start, line up that started yes they were pulling that type of tackle do you get me you know, but, but the funny thing about it Paul is and again I, I mean, this is only my observation of it like if Pastacoglu was changed O'Reilly who's, who's like a rugged role in the number 10 role and brought him back into that role surely to God he can go to Oligard or McCarthy or Gucci. Look, this is the way I want you to play. I don't want you to. I don't want you to sit here, but I want you to be. I want you to be kind of the main focal point of the attack. I want you to be pushing up, but just a little bit of cover there. Just a little bit of cover, but not. Don't physically. Don't physically sit there. But it, like it's like it's like the one. It's like uh, Paul just said, Oligard there. Like Michael knows his football, like big thing, and he's saying that. Diego Simeone wanted to sign him for twenty million or something. There, he said there recently in one of the on one of the podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. so if Diego, Diego Simeone was looking to sign this guy from Rubens Kazan for ten or twenty million, and he's coming to Celtic and he's not getting a game. Like, it's it's and in a position where we we all feel that we should have someone. And it's like as Mark said, it's not your old, it's not the old style. For argument's sake, Peter Grant sitting in front of the. The back four. Scott, even Scott Brown. Scott, 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 Brown. Scott, Scott Brown to a lesser kicking lumps of the people. He, like the, the the modern the modern day guy like your 
Oligard or, or, or Gucci in that. That's not their style of play. They break up play, they, but they're still, they're still, what did you call it, Paul? Was it an attacking defender or something? Was it? Is yeah, that what he called attacking, it? Yeah, that's what he called That's what he used to call them in uh, Japan. It was a, a defensive attacker, he called it, not a deep yeah. line, a defensive attacker. You know? Yeah, and that lad, that lad that you mentioned, the Japanese lad, he never signed him, but you thought he would sign him. He was with Yokohama as well. Mm-hmm. You said mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. what he does. A coochie does that kind of thing. So look, he uh, he obviously wants to play with your your in a sense two number eight and one number ten in the old style football. He doesn't want a number six kind of style. Aye, aye. You know, he just doesn't. He doesn't. He obviously he's obviously confident enough that if the if the inverted fullbacks go in, that they that they're in that position that they can. Fill in for that role if 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 the if play breaks down. That's what he must think. I don't know because he 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 has a he has abundance of, of talent of those guys, and he he does he obviously doesn't doesn't feel he doesn't need to use them or want to use them, whether that's in Europe or in Scotland. If a guy's just saying there, he thinks it's a bit early. They don't want us to judge Abu Gaff too soon. Just pigeonhole him into the beating box. But see that. Well, he's got I mixture, was uh, but I was, reading, I was reading an interview that Ange done the other day and he was talking about how players it takes time for them to come in and settle into the team. I don't know whether it's something like that. Do you get what I mean? I mean, look how these guys... It's, it was like basically last year he needed to kind of rush everybody into the team, whereas mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. he doesn't need it to do that. So I don't know whether it's just Abogar's no... How much fit was he played like before this, Paul? all this stuff that was going on very in the UK and stuff like that. So maybe it's even something like training that. Or anything like. Uh, like so maybe, it's maybe, training like that. maybe in Jack. Maybe, maybe after the World Cup, we'll actually see him getting like a lot more game time. Because I remember. How are you going to get game time, though, Mark? Because McGregor's going to be back after the World Cup. Uh, well, that's Angie's problem, there, isn't it? No, <laughs> I, no, know, I, know, I know what you mean, but. But if they're putting, right. if they're putting, if they're putting O'Reilly in there and James McCarthy is there and. Okay, if Gucci's maybe not back, but they can't say that they can't say that they're all not fit to play. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they're not all not fit to play in that position. Like you, Paul, Paul named off five or six guys there. There's no way that they're not all fit not to play because they're all on the bench. Do you think? Do you think going forward, Daniel realise that he doesn't need to pick Cal Mark every week? I'm just about to say that, Mark. I was, I was just about to say, uh, kind of, kind of different. I would say. Does he realise now that maybe he can actually play McGregor in a more forward role than having him in that Aye. deep line role? You know, I, 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 I would much, I would much prefer to see McGregor like pushed up, up a slot kind of thing, mm-hmm. playing a bit more. Like, because if he, he if he is going to play those three, right? If he if he is going to play those three, right? Hayate, O'Reilly, McGregor, realistically, going on what we're seeing, I know. I, I thought he was a bit anonymous yesterday, but of the three of them, O'Reilly seems to be the one that has a bit of bite. You get me? He, he's going for a tackle. So if he was playing the three of them, I'd play O'Reilly in the centre, not, 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 not McGregor. You get me? I would, pro- I would do that as well, Paul. Mm-hmm. I would play O'Reilly in there rather than McGregor. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I just... I, well, see, for me, if we're going to be bold and trying to trying to better ourselves in Europe and that, Paul. We're not going to do mm-hmm. that with Cal McGregor sitting in that position. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's just, it's not going to happen. He's been exposed in, he's been exposed in the Champions League that he carry play in that position. And the fans, mm-hmm. fans has got to see that because it's blatant to everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Even Real Madrid, he was, he was poor. Uh, in Germany, I thought he was poor. 
So if Ange wants the team to improve, for me, it's got to be in that in in that position. Whether it's somebody at the club or somebody buys in, but it's got, that position has got to be improved upon if Celtic's got to move forward mm-hmm. as a team and progress mm-hmm. as a team. Does anybody with a better class is just going to rip us apart in that midfield? We saw that, Mark, and Aye. we we kind of saw that yesterday with 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 the, the lad Devlin kind of controlling us. I thought he did a great game. Yeah, he's a really good game. I, I mean, it's yeah. really, it was getting into tackles, and but I mean, he wasn't getting away many fouls or that as well. I mean, but you know, know what you get with him though, Mark? He's always like that. He's a, he he's a he's a real feisty type play, style player. He always he always anytime he's played for Hearts against something, he's always been that exactly that type of player. He's a real. He's a he's a real battler, a grinder, and he he, mm-hmm. he never shirks he never shirks out of it. Like, and I suppose the fact he's Australian and it helps that he's trying to impress uh, obviously past the cogly. Like, I'd say big time, of course. Like, I mean, if a fellow a fellow countryman like that and you're a manager of Celtic, you're 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 kind of going to yourself. I'm, I'll I'll put I'll uh, I'll try put on a show here for this guy and show him what I can do. Because I mean, at the end at the end of the, at the end of the day, Mark he. He he like he got around the park. He got up and down the park. He had a cracking game. He was he was biting into tackles all the time. It would surprise me, like, Mark, if Ange went for him. Really what? wouldn't. It would surprise me if Ange went for him. Oh, well, I'm not I'm not going to judge him just on one game. Yes, no, I know that, that, yeah, but it, it just, just wouldn't. Really did start, start yeah, it me, just really. it, it just I wouldn't. To be honest, I'd probably give the guy man of the match. Mhm. You know, just it just like you're going on there about a player that we're missing. Like, not just he, like all of us, but we saw that performance yesterday from a fellow Australian who probably Ange knows about anyway. And I maybe Ange would probably think, Mark, he's he's a player who could do a job for him. That is what I was saying because he was putting in tackles there, Mark. But they were fair tackles, Mark. Aye, they aye. Not an over the top. Or... No, he's a hard, ta- hard tackle. Mm. But he's, aye, if, 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 if I can mind off the top of my head, Paul. He didn't give away very many fouls at all. No, no. It was no. getting in. It was. It was getting. In. I mean, they were hard. Just were hard tackles, but he was winning the ball cleanly and mm-hmm. covered every. Again, he covered. Got a good engine too. Oh, I actually was. He got a great engine, like he was all over this. Yeah, he did, Terence. Yeah, he did. I mean, do you mean he was controlling hearts? Hearts play. Do you get me? That's mm, that's, that's, that's what. That's what. I think. Celtic actually don't have at the moment is someone controlling our game, Mark. I mean, every player seems to know what they're doing. Do you get me? Pass the ball fast, move the ball fast. But is there actually someone there controlling that? Do you get me? Controlling our tempo, controlling how fast we move the ball, where we need to slow it down. There's no one there, really, Mark, that does that for Celtic. Well, you know, in the day, Paul, it's kind of funny. Carter Vickers in that today. Yeah, it? yeah, he kind of comes up boy. to the midfield, like yeah, Aye. he kind of comes up to the midfield and kind of does that, does that. But you, you don't want your centre backs doing that, Mark. You know what I mean, like, there's chance then that Vickers is going to get caught out and were left wide open, and we saw that numerous times uh, with this Celtic defensive field lose possession too much up the field. We're, we're, we're out of position, like so. I, I I won't be surprised if fans went for him. I I really would. I know it, it wouldn't surprise me just for the Australian connection. Look, we saw with my, you know, that was all done too. And knowing him, Mark, and his connections with Australian international teams, I mean, it really, really, really won't surprise me. 
You know? Well, especially especially Paul, if he doesn't consider any of the boys that he is there already can do the job for him. Exactly, Terence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it really is, like. But, like, like, if we did, like, if we did sign, I, I say, a sixth player who could play in that position, you're, if you're, if you're James McCarthy, or if your other lads are going, what am I doing here? Like, do you know what I mean? Aye, quite. You got to. In for the you're sitting, aye, question why you? Why do you get what I mean? I, I was surprised McCarthy was still here. To be honest, but I think that's meant to do with keeping his personal kind of life in that. I think it was too late in the transfer as well, Mark. Wasn't it? Yeah. He was going to a uh, Sunderland, looked like a done deal. Aye. And then Neil kind of got the sack there, didn't he? Aye. You know, so and then it was kind of too late then, like to to get any deal done. I think it was the uh, Sunders thing, wasn't it? He could uh, commute. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, too far away. Yeah, it was kind of near to him. Yeah, it was near. His wife, his yeah. wife was near for up and roots again. I think his family settled in Glasgow again. So I think that maybe played a part in it. Plus as well, he falls into the homegrown stuff for Europe, Paul. So mm-hmm. I don't think Celtic would have stood in his way if he wanted to leave. But I don't. It's a, it's a bit of a weird one. Think, I think if that Neil hadn't been sacked, he would have ended up there. I really do. Definitely, yeah, because, Mark, that looked like it kind of, when we were looking into that, like in throughout the summer, like it was always kind of that room with that Sunland were always kind of in for him. You know what I mean? And Aye. Didn't, didn't happen. Uh, we still didn't really answer that question. Like, what what department would you like? Is it a centre back or is it a striker? Or? Centre back and centre forward. Mm-hmm. If Starfield is out for out for long term, you've got you've got Vickers and you've got Yens and you've got you've got Welsh. So you've only got three centre backs at the minute. Okay, you can someone might say you could stick Abelgar maybe back there or I don't know, Bosman Law or someone like that. But you've only really got three centre backs at the minute, if depending on how long Starfield is out for. So realistically, if he's still out come Christmas time, you're going to need to get another one in for cover. Is he going to miss the they... World Cup as well? I imagine if he's not, if he's not, if he, there's, they said he's weeks away. So I, I mm-hmm. assume he's not going to go to the World Cup. Because mm-hmm. Pastor Cogby said, said he was weeks away from from coming back himself. Himself, he said obviously he mentioned Cal Mac and I know Jens kind of played well the last, but he still does give me the fair mark is what Terence was saying there. Like he's still, he's, he's, there's still that kind of Julian effect there. Do you know what I mean? Like that was a silly tackle I think he gave away yesterday, knowing that VAR was, was in that game. I thought uh, it was a silly tackle by you. Do you know? Well, if Stevie, if Stevie Wonder was doing VAR yesterday, you'd have given that as a penalty. They didn't, yeah, you didn't uh, look at VAR for that one. Like, do you know what I mean? It was a silly tackle knowing that VAR was there. Like, do you know what I mean? Even I if VAR wasn't there, it was a penalty. But you Paul, take away, take away the tackle. Watch the build-up to the penalty. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a, he, gets the ball, he gets the ball out, and he, I don't know why, he, he makes a shocker of a pass out. And then it's mm-hmm. from the shocker of the pass that it goes into that it, that it, uh, two or three phases next later. It's the pass through, and he just he just cleavers your man Devlin out of it like it's a stonewall yeah. penalty. Like to be fair, there I know you're going to talk about it, the two penalties. Are. Mm-hmm. I think we I think we are going to move on to it. Uh, I can I I must say like 
watching the Premier League and I know it's bad down there. And, but that was the worst performance I saw from Barry yesterday. I, I mean, you're looking at from Nick Walsh blowing up early for the Ralston goal, which he should have not done. Uh, you have a batter's offside. You have Smith's handball. Marquis, I, I don't know, is it? Like people are saying it's bleeding, cheating, it's bleeding, but I just think they don't have a clue. They really don't have a clue. The rules of the game on the VAR is you don't blow up the rule of play. You let the play go, and then VAR will intervene. And VAR couldn't intervene for Ralston's goal because Which this was blown before blew up Yeah. So I, it's, I above, it's ridiculous, I, Mark. For the first for the very first quality of our yesterday, I was like, on the live chat, this is going to be a complete farce. Mm-hmm. I've said it for weeks for it, before it came in, and uh, I was talking to Mikey earlier on about it, and it's a handball one for me. That's Mikey bent down, his hand is out. It's ridiculous that I even needed to go to VAR, Paul, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Nick Wadge is in a good position to see that. I, I mean, and then if VAR... If VAR, if that's meant to up, up to the gantry of VAR and he's not seen that and not even, and that's nonsense as well that VAR's telling the referee to come out and look at screens. If there's a, a decision being made, the ref should be looking at that screen about it. That's what, VAR was, that's what VAR was brought in today. The referee should be, go out to the monitor to look at stuff that the people up in the gallery kind of flag up to them kind of, and stuff like that. I mean, that's what that referee yesterday. I mean, what was all that he stood in there holding his do you get what I mean? See, but he's holding mm. up, but holding his earpiece in his ear. He doesn't, mm. why does he need to hold his earpiece in his ear? Like, it's all, oh, look at me and that kind of thing. It's just, I thought he kind of, he was making it all, oh, it's the referee in VAR show. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It was always, oh, look at us. And uh, did it really start to annoy me the way he kept just like holding this thing in his ear? I mean, he's hearing, he's hearing things all through that game. He didn't need to run holding that in his ear. So why is mm. he stoning like a wee fanny in the middle of the pitch doing it? Do you get what I mean? What I was surprised by uh, yesterday as well was why weren't we shown the replays of what VAR was seeing? I know. It made no sense. The only one that they showed a lot of times was, was, one, the, yeah. was, was the Carter Vickers one. The first penalty. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, it was a penalty, right? He, he got it wrong. It was a penalty. But the problem is, and I have the exact same thing with Mark, the exact same thing. If there's a decision, whether it's the handball, which is farcical, because they, they, they had the decision done in about two seconds, but however, if that's a question, the referee should be straight over to the, should be straight over to the, to, to the monitor and look at it. Mm-hmm. it this, this idea is standing in the middle of the field, because if that's the, if that's the case, then basically he's not making any decision on the pitch. It's the guy in the box who's making the decision. Exactly. The basic rule of the game is, their guys are saying it as well, the referee's decision's final. That's yeah. the basic rule of football, sir. If it's, no, if it's a guy up in this VR room telling him, no, that's not a penalty, mm-hmm. that's not the referee's decision. It's basically, basically the way they're supposed to do it is, like, in the rugby. Tell the referee, maybe you got that wrong, have a look at this, go off to the yeah, market, well, have a look at the terms, isn't it? Yeah, but, something but, like that, isn't it? Exactly, but it's the same as what Mark just said there, Paul. The referee on the pitch can say, I don't feel it was a try, and the fellow in the TMO can go, look, I think you need to look at it, I think it might be a try. He might look at it and go, no, I'm happy with my decision, it's not a try. 
Mm-hmm. Like the referee, the referee is the guy in the future makes the decision. Well, that's why we're listening to McLean yesterday, weren't they? So we were saying what McLean was saying. But he should have, like, he should have run over. He, every one of yeah. those decisions, Paul, he should be over to the monitor, and he can still talk to man if he wants to, and look at it and go, yeah, okay, that he has moved his arm in, he has moved his arm there. I feel it's a penalty, or he hasn't moved his arm. I don't feel it's a penalty. Whatever stupid decision he makes, but he should be going over to look at the monitor. Looking at the monitor for the character Vickers penalty, and then not looking at the monitor for the Stonewall penalty, or not right. looking at the monitor for the other stuff. Then all of a sudden you're going, okay, you can't pick and choose which ones you want to look at. If there's if there's a decision to go to VAR, run the 50 yards over there. Your hair won't get missed. It's okay. And it costs all there. this five minutes waiting, Terence. Yeah, yeah, what's, what's the difference between them standing in the middle of the park, mm-hmm. holding his wee earpiece and waiting and getting killed? I'm standing there next to the van monitor, I'm looking at myself, and even, even if you're having a discussion with the guy up in the gantry or whatever, do you get what I mean? Even if they're talking about it, but you should be over there at that monitor at least looking at what the guy in the van room's looking at. Do you know why? Do you know why? Even if you didn't go over to the monitor, Mark. Do you know why he didn't go over to the monitor? Because he thought the VAR TV was in the ATM machine. <laughs> It was sort of me, like, that? that was the it's, worst bar oh, television set. I, I actually thought it was an ATM machine at the side of the thing uh, when it was shot. It's like a charity clothes bin with a tele monitor stuck on it. Like, I mean, like, we know there's cheating there, like, but don't put an ATM machine on the pitch like you did in the and then, like, do you know what I mean? A puggy quiz machine or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was shocking though, wasn't it? But you have to, but you have to remember, though, Paul, as well as we had, we were talking about this couple of months ago before it came in, and the bottom line is, as I said, it's it's the lunatics running the asylum. It's all well and good having VAR, but we said if you still have the same incompetent referees up in the the front looking at it, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. That's what Chris Chris Sutton said yesterday. Like just. There's no issues with VAR. The technology is there. The technology is right. It's the people. It's, it's the, the people, people looking at doing it. Yeah, and what, well, that's what I've said. Though. That's what I've said. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not really going to change anything. And no, I mean they're not. See the thing as well, right? Nobody's right. We've spoke about it. Referees aren't answerable for the decisions that made during matches. So there's not even now we brought VAR in. They're not even coming out to explain why VARs that came to this. To get what I mean, there's not. There's no accountability with the Scottish referees. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. Doing in England, you have a few bad mm-hmm. games. You're getting pulled up and you're maybe getting demoted. That's why I told you that, match was it? O'Reilly and uh, Mason there, they, they made a shambles yeah. of a VAR decision between them and they were suspended yeah. for the next game. Aye. You make it out of that. But they're up here. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to them after the decision yesterday? Nothing. Nothing. They're not even even getting held to account. The managers aren't even allowed to get in and talk to them. The press aren't allowed to ask them any questions or nothing. It's it's a shocking system that Scotland's got in the referees. It really is. It's ridiculous. I don't think any other other country in the world would have have a kind of refereeing system and find it acceptable. I really don't. Even well, that Baragor is questionable, like Terence, with, with no lines there. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. we, we, we saw them all season. And that's fair enough. Look, and to be honest, Paul, in regards, <laughs> in, in regards to the offsides and stuff, fair enough. I, I know what you're saying, the Abada one, he, he flagged and he went through and he scored and then he flagged. They, they could maybe look at that definitely. But it didn't, yeah. it's 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 this it's, it's the 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 handball ones and the penalty ones and mm-hmm. other ones. It's these ones. Like I mean, the problem is, Paul, is 
like we said this as well, that game was on Sky. There's absolutely no reason that that uh, that someone in London couldn't have been looking at that game and doing VAR. Mm-hmm. Someone who's they don't need someone to be in Scotland, you get me? Someone, someone who's completely impartial, has nothing to do with any side. They could have been looking at that and they could have been doing the uh, Man United or what a Man United game yesterday and they could have been doing the Celtic game. They could have been doing the Celtic game first and then they could have been doing the United game for argument's sake. They could have been doing VAR and both of those. But if I know she's a bold that that ref Dermot Gallagher, is that the bold that that ref that yeah. England? Yeah. Why do I'm in charge yet? Why not get mean, ret- over retired referees for England or whatever? Yeah. The Premier League did this. The Premier League did that. Mark, Mark, Mark Halsey or something. Is that his name? Mark Halsey. Is mm-hmm. that the right uh, one? He said he could not believe the decision yesterday. I saw that. He, he wrote up how in God's name he said did VAR, did, did VAR not think that was a penalty. But did he as well say, Terence, that maybe because now they have VAR, that maybe the, the referees will actually come under pressure now to, to actually make these decisions properly? Now that VAR, like, they know they're not going to get, he was saying, like, they're not going to get away with this every week in and week out. Like. How are they not, Paul? True, true, Maxi. That's the other side. But then, like, no, I'm not going to talk. No, but go to what you're saying, Mark. If they're not being questioned about it, they will get aye. away with it. It's the I mean, Scottish FA. And if you have, I mean, what did you say? Hugh Dallas is in charge. What is it? I'm sure it's Hugh Dallas. Exactly. No, it's, it's so it's Hugh Dallas. It, is, it was Hugh Dallas. Was yeah, for ages anyway. But, but, but Paul, any, 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 any adjudicator or whatever way, because obviously most referees at that level are assessed. Surely the adjudicator should be looking. So meeting your man after the game, Nick Walsh and your man McLean and going, lads, in all seriousness now, can you explain to me how you didn't think that was a penalty? Can you yeah, please explain to me how you think it wasn't like, a that's penalty? That's the problem, like, that's the problem. Do you know what I mean? Because, if, like, as I said, the, the part of Vickers one, you go, first of all, you think, oh, I'm not sure. When you see it, you go, yeah, it's a penalty. The ends one, yeah, it's a penalty. The goal, the goal, Shankins one, I thought, God, is that offside? And when you see it, you go, no, it's a goal. So you're going, fair enough, that worked. But the the, the hearts one, you man, and you're going, he moves his arm and then hides it behind his back like he's under tens. And within yeah, five point it's easy admitted to it like that. Yeah. That, well, that he had bought it like but I've got I've got absolutely no complaints whatsoever with the hearts penalty of that yesterday. No, there were penalty, no. Mark. I, I mean I'm not saying that we but VAR was right. But we're saying yeah. I, what we're saying is why did I mean, we're talking back to the handball and the fact that the referee never even heard to look at the monitor. Yeah, but it took, took two that, seconds that, to make the decision. Like he listened, he went to his ear and you could hear. He, obviously, he was your man looked at it and there he said, "Oh, that's going to VAR." It was literally five seconds, and they were like, "No, play on." I was going because to like, what oh. we see in what we see down south, Terence is we say if the referee like Nick Walsh, there he kind of waved it away, and what we see down south is. Bar would have a look at this and then they'll but go, then, Right, you would need to come over and have a look at the monitor. Aye, I think you got but, that wrong. But, but that was but a problem. But that was a problem. He looked at it and he literally five seconds later you could see Nick Walsh with his hand is here and then he's waving his hands. Obviously yeah. your man has said, No, it's no penalty, play away. And but the then, question is like, what were you looking at like? Do we see this fellow McLean mark give away like wave away kind of this same penalty against Celtic against Ross County? The kind of exact same one, so is it him as well? What he top states and ball? Do you get me? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like handball is if your hand is in an unnatural position, his hand 
was partly touching the fucking halfway line. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, player, the player knew himself because he'd next yeah. time he's pulled his hand back and stuck exactly. it his back as if it's been there all the time. Yeah. You can see his reaction, sure. His reaction told you everything he, needs to, he needed to see. Like. But look, as I said, Paul, if you're, key, if you're going, Mark has said it, we've all said it, VAR will only work if you've got proper people running. Yeah, and once, exactly. you've got, once, you've got, once you've got Scottish referees running VAR, it's only, it's, all it's going to do is it's just going to it's just going to highlight how bad they actually are. Rather than the rest of the not giving them the first time, you won't give the second time either. Was uh, Ange's um, press conference after the match, Mark, he said, a lot of managers in the Scottish League are complaining that Celtic get too many decisions inside uh, the box, I think, yeah. and we haven't got a penalty since last April. Yeah. We're only, taking them, we're only taking them in training. Taking that, the training ground. Uh, I, was, I was talking to Mike earlier on, he threw something in my tent and I went and I looked at it. She's a handball penalty, penalty decision. See, if you look at it, that Robbie Nielsen stone in the background, like Clatmour at Ange yeah. and that, as if yeah. you, you, they, they get it up, you kind of hang in that. I didn't notice it at the time, but Mikey drew it to my attention. If you look at back, you can see it. I'm doing that, do you know what I mean? It's, oh, he does, yeah, he's clapping like mad, like. Uh, Robbie Nielsen, he looks like that one out of these tenders that had a jaw that took away her nose. What's her name? Daniela Westbrook. Yeah. Better not talk about her the new Paul. We could end up getting our videos struck or stories about her that we can't talk about. No, I probably know about her. <laughs> I'm just saying that they've never been in the same room together. <laughs> <laughs> so it was anybody yeah. at Lana Will's birthday party? Well he oh jeez. <laughs> there was more people at her, there was more people now at her orgy than that party, oh, that's what it was. Did you see it? Shocking. Oh. She's meant to have booked all herself and that, and then kid one was a surprise party. Oh, just pure, just a pure stoter, so, so she is, man. Mm-hmm. He's a bad loser as well, though, isn't he? Uh, Robbie Nelson, isn't he? Bad no. loser, like. But, you know? I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Paul. Do you get what no. I mean? It's just because we don't like the guy, we're using that as a, as a like, stick to beat him up with, but. I'm just delighted by I'm just delighted by I'm just delighted we pumped Craig Gordon. His attitude towards Celtic. Me and Mikey were talking earlier on about Van Bronckhurst and that, and see, like when you can, it's hard to dislike Van Bronckhurst. Do you get what I mean? Mm. He's not your kind of usual snarling. What you expect him to get as a manager kind of idea. So it's hard to. It's, I think it's hard to. It's, See, Mark, they don't like him, Mark, because he's saying it as it is. At aye, Rangers. aye. That's, we aye, don't that's have the thing. money. I don't have the money to buy these players. I mean, the players we have aren't good enough to play the way I want them to play. Do you get me? Aye. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's simple I mean, as, like. It's, I, I mean, if, if, you want a Celtic manager to be a bad loser. Do you get what I mean? You want players to be bad losers. You want if they If they get beat, you want it to hurt them as much as... We kind of think it's hurting us and you want the manager to be hurt that much. You look Neil Lennon, Ronnie Dylan. Do you get what I mean? These guys that wear their heart in the sleeves. So I wouldn't have used that, like, being a bad loser is anything bad against a manager, to be honest with you. Could you honestly tell me that Van Bronckhorst wanted to keep Adam McGregor, Arfield, Davis? Do you know what I mean? He, that, that he wanted to keep them in his team to play the way he wanted no. to play. Do you know what but I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Mark. He's no choice. It, 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 and that's the problem with, with Rangers. Oh, like, I, 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 I,
I seen I seen them there today. They're linked with uh, Churchill and Pochettino. Uh, <laughs> Tuchel, sorry, Tuchel and Pochettino. I saw that today. And I was looking, going, my God, <laughs> unbelievable! Like, how could they I mean, be linked one, to them? Like, one of their their they're probably their best midfielders is thirty eight years of age. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, Steve, like, whether you like Stephen Davis or not as a player, he was a cracking player. Like, do you know what I mean? He was I very, very good. They control the midfield in derby games, Terence, though, can't they? Because we don't have a player that can go in there and give him a tackle, like. Yeah, I know, but but that's what that's what that's what I'm saying. You've got a you've got a you've got a 38 year old in there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and look, not that not that I not that I, I worry whether they whether they crumble or whether they fall apart or whether they leave and go of existence or whatever all good to me I no interest in Rangers whatsoever but from from I said Mark saying I can understand what he said about Van Bronckhorst because he comes he comes across as a, a normal fella look this is a fellow who met Pasta Coglu in a, coffee, in a coffee shop and had a conversation with him and he was nearly he was nearly hung drawn and caught for having a conversation with, with, a, with the Celtic manager because he's a boy because he's a normal individual who wants to have a chat with the Celtic manager who's a normal individual he, as opposed to one of these fellas that's going around banging drums and roaring and screaming and shouting and all the rest of it. Do you know? What, what the exact same back when that group of USA uh, group got together with the USA manager was over there, remember? After the last derby, they, they crucified yeah. the Palestinians and them, didn't they? And till, yeah. Tills men or something. Aye, yeah. aye. Because, because what they had a bit. That's what, I mean... People, even, there's not even problems as even stuff. Look, Celtic supporters that sometimes you like to see them. Look, man, it's like 2022. Do you get what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you need to kind of look outside the box, and if you want Celtic to be just like the big club that we all want them to be, and be, I'm not saying competing in Europe, but respected in Europe. Because I think that's about the probably the mm-hmm. best we can kind of hope to aim for in the like, financial market. But I mean. In fact, even the way you're pressing that Tita Ange when he came in and stuff like that, some of the press headlines and stuff, stuff like that. And yet, you pick up, if you're daft enough to buy papers, but even online and that, and you, you pick yourself, I'm going to press everything, oh, this is just a wee blip out of Ibrox, everything will be all right and that. Everything's far from all right earlier. There's some serious problems over there. I mean, that's, that can only be good for Celtic as well. But we just, I mean, I, I, I'm not... A lot of Celtic fans, I've said this before, a lot of Celtic fans, I think, spend too much time reading about Rangers and worrying about Rangers and talking about Rangers. But I don't mean to have a blather about them and have a wee kind of laugh, but for me, it's Celtic, and Celtic should just stay in their own lane and keep doing what they're doing and never bother what's going on across oh. the city. Oh, yeah. Become, become, the, become what I've said to you, Paul, for two years now, become the PSG of Scotland. Just be, just be the biggest. Just everybody in the world will know that the biggest club in Scotland is going to be Celtic. We're the biggest, we're the richest, and nothing's going to stop us. Well, maybe a loss of league every now and again, stuff like that. But that, that happens. I mean, PSG don't. They've lost the league the other year. The Juventus lost the league in Italy and stuff like that. It was all the COVID season, wasn't it? All the, mm. all the big teams lost their league titles that year. So just stay in my own lane and just keep what we're doing and never bother about them. That's one of the good things as well, Peter Lowell being away. We've kind of stepped back from always needing to be like, oh, what's it going to do for the good of, like the, good of, like the brand, the Scottish brand and stuff like that. Forget mm-hmm. all that. Just concentrate on making Celtic better and the best they can be. Exactly. That's why... Um 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss what did i see there remember last year there were there was it was the allocation they came out and it was actually nixon that came out celtic will make their own allocations and decide who comes into the right. stadium you don't decide on this decision at all i mean i thought if that was peter Lombard, he'd probably say the exact same thing or yeah yeah we'll welcome fans back in like you know what i mean right. you know? but, we need to do Exactly. That's what the Celtic board, the Celtic management, Celtic players, that's all they need to do. Everything outside the peripheries has nothing to do with them. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't even... Back but that's always kind of as well what Anne just saying. In the, when they, they ask questions about wages or they ask, it doesn't bother me, I'm only concentrating on what's going on here at Celtic. Right. We do our own thing. Like, you know, I mean, they're asking, was he going I mean, to watch I, the European final? He said he was going to the pitch. <laughs> remember aye, that was the game. Aye. <laughs> I mean, but Angel watch every Rangers game because they're but rivals, but he'll probably watch every Aberdeen game, every Hearts. We know that he's, oh. he's, he's admitted that he's addicted to watching football, so he's obviously going to watch opponents. That are, do you get what I mean? So he'll be watching the majority of games in Scotland. Yes, I hope he never, doesn't have Sky Sports. He's watching League Two football hmm. instead of a Scottish match match. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's probably got a fire stick. We, we, go, we, we Gavin Stratton will sort him out with a fire stick, probably. Welsh hmm. TV. <laughs> yeah. uh, but going back to Vard, does Steen it yesterday, Mark? Do you think that this is the the road Vard's going to go in, in in Scottish football? That it, it's not going to change. We're still yes, going to yes, see these yes, blatant Ki- mistakes. Kaiser, yes, Kaiser. I love across the road for Ibrox. Wow. Oh, uh, how can you? I couldn't stay there. What's it like in match days, Kaiser? That must be hellish, mate. You like the Walking Dead, all the zombies. 
walking down this line of wolves, line of wolves party, these fun garden. This <laughs> 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 line of wolves doing half time tits outside, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kaiser's made it till I know, Wolf. Half time tits outside in his garden. <laughs> My God, and Abdul then coming in for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Sorry, guys, my Good bad. stuff, guys. Good stuff, bud. Dead voice. Uh, do you think it'll change, Mark? Or do you think that well, I said to you uh, during the week there when we did the John Week podcast that we'll actually see the way VAR will go in Scotland after this Hearts game? Was I actually thought it was, it was a good game to, to judge VAR. Uh, because we know what the way Hearts would play, but I didn't expect it to be like this. I thought we'd be judging VAR on tackles, not blatant stupid decisions, to get me? You know? But, but Paul, VAR's no going to... Do you think will change? VAR's no there to pick up on dodgy tackles and stuff like that. That's not what VAR's there for. There's only certain things that VAR can... Dangerous like, play. It comes into dangerous play. Aye, if it's, aye, if, aye, obviously if it's like a potential red card, but just even... Yeah, that's what I'm that, saying, I, that's what I thought we were talking about that. The, there was people on the forum that I think they thought that every actual decision in the game was going to end up going to VAR and stuff like that. I mean, it's no that, but that's the way, that's the way it kind of looked like yesterday, Mark, though, with Nick Walsh and, and McLean yesterday, didn't they? It just seemed to be every decision he wanted, as what you said there, he wanted to hold his hand up to the, up his earpiece, you know? Like, it's very hard to get your rhythm of play going if the referee's going to be blown up and, and delaying play for five, ten minutes. Like, it doesn't take five minutes to make a call. No, and if no. we're going to be doing that every game, it's ridiculous, man. Three or four times of the calls. Yeah. Uh, you, evening, you, you, Deef. Thanks for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. Well, they, do, they just need to do, Paul. They probably need to... Look at it after this weekend and go to the referee. Okay, look, if you've made a call, if there's a call going to VAR, I need whatever referee it is, I need you to go straight to the manager. If they instruct the referee that you have to go to the manager if there's a VAR decision pending, whether it's, whether it's, is it a penalty? Is it a goal? Is it a serious foul play? Whatever the three or four ones it is, that you go straight to the monitor. If it's, if there's a goal scored and you're not sure whether he's offside, onside, you need to go straight to the monitor and look at it. In, in the meantime, while he's, while he's trotting over, the other fellas upstairs already look at it. They should look at it together and, and say, look, you, you need to make a decision within a minute. There's, there's, like it's, either, it's either onside, offside, penalty isn't a penalty, goal isn't a goal. There's, it's, like it's, 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 very, it's very black and white. There isn't, you know, red card rated. You know, there isn't, a, there, there isn't a million. There's only, I think there's only four things that they can, they can look at, to my knowledge. I think there's only four things. I said, serious foul play. Goals, penalties, offside, yeah, yeah, those kind of things, and look at them, and basically they should be able to look at it because you can judge in three or four different angles and go, yeah, that's a penalty. He's moved his arm. No, or looking at that, no, he's actually offside. So goals disallowed, three out. Or no, he's onside. That's a goal. You know, like I mean, if you look at the the uh, the Shankland second goal, like as I thought, it, I was going, God, that looks offside. And as soon as they put the line across, you got no, he's onside. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was as quick as that. So there's there's no reason for them to do it. But what I would be saying is they should be instructing the referee if there's a VAR decision, you need to go straight to the monitor. You need to go straight to the monitor, not stand in the middle of the field, you know, playing pocket ball or whatever you're doing. Just go straight to the straight to the fucking monitor 
look at the monitor and have a discussion with the guy upstairs. And between the two of you, come to a decision within within one minute. And that should be it. There shouldn't have to be five and six, seven minutes like. Otherwise, as someone, as someone put up in the forum yesterday, I thought it was quite funny. He says, if this bar keeps going, we'll have to have all kickoffs at 12 o'clock to get in before the light. And he's right. <laughs> I know, yeah. I you know, know what I mean? Because, because yesterday there was about seven minutes injury time. In Ibrox, there was seven minutes injury time. And it's obviously going because they're taking so long to make a decision in VAR. And, and like it, the other easy, the other easy way to do this, do with Paul is very, very simple. If there's a decision with VAR, stop the clock. Stop the clock. Stop the stop the match clock. Aye, go, aye. Over, go over, go over, make your decision. When you come back and go, okay, it's a, it's a goal or it's a penalty, then you, the clock goes back on. It's a, this, that's a, they do that in rugby. If there's a decision like that, time off, and they stop the clock. If they're talking for three minutes, talking shite, that's their own business. But it's not adding on to the end of the game. Parents should be introduced in, in into football with the technology that's there now. You should no, it's, it's, be it's to hear the conversation between the the VAR official and the referee. Like you hear in rugby, parents, and, and the, the decisions explained here in detail why they're giving it or why they're not giving it. Do you get me? You know, but, but is it, I know but, 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 everyone's but, but, rugby, rugby fans don't make much noise, do they? You know. You 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 wouldn't you wouldn't but the thing about it, Mark, is if you look at if you look at the decision, regardless of the sport, if you look at it whether it's a try or for argument's sake yesterday, is that a penalty? Uh look, is there any reason that I can't award a penalty? I don't think it's a penalty. For our technique qualities, I don't think it's a penalty. I don't think he moved his arm. Is there any reason that it's not a penalty? And the guy in the TMO is both they're looking at it and Nick Walsh looks at it as well. And your man goes, Look, I think your man's leaving his arm there. I think it's a penalty. And the man goes, well, Nick Walsh goes, well, I don't think, I think he's just moved his body and it happened to hit him. As far as I'm concerned, I'm happy that it's not a penalty. Then you can move on. Whether, at whether least you're hearing exactly, the conversation. That's what I was meaning there. Do you hear yeah. it on the ground or do you hear it sitting there watching it in the telly? Well, I, normally it would be... If you had the ear things, let's say the ear things, you would you wouldn't hear it over the microphone, but you'd see no. you'd see it on the big screen. You'd see it, but you'd see it on the big screen in in rugby matches. You that's what I, that's what I mean when I say rugby fans are quiet. I thought they actually played the played the. No, but you'll hear it on the live TV the then, Mark. At least then, Mark, the, if if people are actually hearing it, Mark, on live TV, you know, then they're comfortable for that position. Aye, you get aye. me? Aye. I, no, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, I. With the I technology that's there, sure, no, Mark, sure. it's a no-brainer, like. I wasn't sure, if it, I thought, when you said this to me, I thought, I thought you meant, actually, at the game, you could hear the breath and the guy was talking about or the, the, the big screens and that, but no. No, no, you, could, you couldn't, you, right, you, right. you couldn't hear them, it wouldn't be mic'd up in the sense that they'd be, it would, it would come yeah, out of the panel. The live, like. the live, the live crowd don't hear it, right? Because I was no, a no, bit no. confused when you tell me about that the other night when we were talking. Yeah. But 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 as I said on the television, if the referee is on the television and it's a match like yesterday, and they'll go, look, I think I think it's a try. Can you tell me is there any reason I can't award a try? And it should be the same as it, like if if the, like I think it's a I don't think it's a penalty. Is there any reason you think that you can tell me that it is a penalty? That's all no, he needs to say. Parents, do you know what I mean exactly? And it's either to... yes or no. And you know the problem the problem is there. The problem is, as I said, I think that the referee, in regardless of the game, any of the game, if there's a t- if there's a VAR decision, they should go straight to the monitor, and they yeah. should have a discussion with the guy upstairs. 
I don't see a reason why the replays aren't shown in this big screen. Because they're they're or even because towards, they're, 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 or even towards. Yeah, every match I watch with VAR, I I get it, I get you get shown what they're seeing times. Do you get me? Yeah, you but know? my point is, Paul, they showed the camera, the car, the Carter exactly. Vickers one, so they didn't show any of the other ones. Exactly. So why? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, because the decisions are wrong, and they didn't. That's like that's the only thing. That is the only thing. I mean, I. You spoke enough about this. I, I know I, I don't want to buy into all this conspiracy theory, cheating referee stuff and that. But well, Mark, that, you have to question it, then, Mark. If they're I, not showing I, these replays, I, mean, I just, I, I just put you know? it for months, Paul. I've just put it down to complete incompetence. Referees on the jobs, but, but that yeah, just some of the things that have happened over the last couple of months. That yesterday, especially, you've just got to think. Well, but I mean. We can't, we're never going to get an explanation, but we should be, we need an explanation. Celtic should be asking for these explanations. What is this? Well, I think Mark if Rangers have got a problem with Rangers and Celtic and Aberdeen, anybody, I said it the other night, Chiefs have got problems with VARs or referees. It shouldn't have come down to a Celtic v Rangers thing. Do you know what I mean? It's been the SPL, Mark. The SPL is a group. I'm sure the managers there have group meetings that they can pick up the phone and have a Skype meeting and go, lads, we need to talk about the referees. Fair enough, if Rangers go, well, you bother. The clubs are the SPFL. That's the whole thing about it. So the clubs, I don't... Why they they can't get together and sort out the refereeing system in Scotland? A mystery to me. These guys are multi-multi-businessmen. Because Rangers will come out and say then again that because Celtic brought it up, we're not getting involved. I but when Rangers come out and moan about refs, that's what yeah. I, that's what I mean. But did, uh, I mean, we come we come on here, we come on come on here, and we moan about refs, but we don't use it as an excuse. We we moan about refs even when, like for things that they've done. They've maybe get decisions wrong for Celtic, and we'll see. I think you get that wrong. We're trying to be fair about it. So the clubs need to put aside these differences, and that that's the only way it's going to get sorted out. Is mm-hmm. if the clubs can put all these differences aside, do you take differences? Maybe and put them in the spotlight now, Mark, because this was actually the first time I kind of saw Ange complaining about a referee's decision while he's at Celtic, because he's but always this, used to say, "But the ref's going to happen, like, think, Paul." Do you know what I mean? You know, but, nothing, what, but I'm saying, do you think maybe him speaking out more, and maybe other managers now, Mark, with VAR, and that they can see the decisions as well, like why they VAR. I think I think a lot more managers will come out. I think, I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on referees. I think a lot of more managers will come out and question decisions of our. No, nah, I don't. No, nah, I don't think so. I really don't. Because it's not going but, to serve any purpose apart from getting them fines. But the only and bans yeah. and bans. But the only thing, though, Paul, is I would I would say is go back to the point is if what you're saying and it's a fair point. But if they go to the referee. If there's a decision and it's St. Johnson and Hibs and you're the referee and there's a VAR decision, you need to go straight to the monitor. One, you go to the monitor and two, the, the replay is going to be on the big screen. That's going to rule out everything. The referee's at the monitor, he's looking at it, he's talking to the guy that's on the big screen. So it's clear for everyone to see and the referee and the guy they in the box is making that decision. They don't what show it on the big screen or terms in football. They just show checking possible penalty. Do you get me? They don't actually... Uh, just when, checking, when, checking VAR, yeah. something comes up in the screen. Yeah. When, when, when if, that's, if that's all they want to do with it and they're happy enough to do that, then that's fine. But my point is, for argument's sake, say the Lauren Shanklin second goal yesterday. Mm-hmm. Every, I guarantee you every Celtic supporter inside the stadium said he's offside. He's definitely offside. If but they, they showed the lines then, Terence, exactly. I, 
you know, I know, but if they if they if they ping that up in the big screen for ten seconds, everyone goes, okay, he's outside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. End of, discu- end of discussion. It he's just outside. gets rid of all this controversy there. That, that it, it um, imagine, was... imagine, imagine that handball had get shown in a race. Supposing it was at Celtic Park with the big massive screens in there. Imagine that handball. The half player was getting showed on the screens at Celtic Park. All the full stadium stunning watching it on the big screen, the exact same as the referee if he'd went out of Arab. He, there's no way in the world he could have come back and said that's not a penalty. Exactly. Well, that's that's and I don't, I don't mean that with any pressure. Does, yeah, but does, but does it depend? Yeah, I know that, Mark. But does he? Does that depend so like that Nick Walsh knows he's going to get away with that over? In Tancastle, do you get me? Yeah, and he would. That's one of the things. The referees have got to, at some point in time, referees have got to be be held accountable for their decisions and their actions. There's got to come a time. I mean, they have two clear range of supporters, Mark. One ref and one on the bar. Uh, Anyway, for uh, me, just ridiculous. even who was his brother? I played for Rangers McLean. Who was his brother? Brian Brian McLean. I was never. But even at that, Mark, he shouldn't be on a VAR thing with a referee who clearly support. Like we've said numerous of times, Mark, shouldn't be done. Do you know what I mean? That's just stupidity as well by the Scottish FA. You wouldn't get away with that down in England, Mark. You wouldn't get away with that in no. any, other, any, any, any other league. No. You know? But there's no, no requirement for them to be there, Paul. I'll keep saying it. We said it before. That you could have a guy who's you could have a guy who's doing VAR for the Man United game yesterday. He could be doing he could be doing and he could be doing he could do two or three games. He could the Celtic game was on at twelve o'clock. He could have done the Celtic game. He could have done a game at three o'clock and he could have done a game at five o'clock. All from the comfort of one room. He doesn't have to be at any of the grounds. He could be sitting there watching it. The referee goes, "Yeah, okay, that's a penalty. That's a red card." No, he's onside. That's a goal. Blah blah. You know, you you don't need to have because it's in Scotland. Oh, we have to have John Beaton in the box, or we have to have Kenny or Kenny McLean in the box, or whoever the hell. All you don't have to have those guys there. You just have to have the, uh, the referee in the middle and some guy supper. He doesn't have to be in Scotland. He can be down in London looking at it in a studio in London, looking at two or three different games one after the other and doing VAR. Which is an ex, which is a, a referee. An experienced referee, and he knows what he's looking at. Yeah, that's onside. No, that's offside. No, that's a penalty. No, that's not a penalty. It's not that hard to do, like. And they're making I a mockery of it, like. I know I I've think been owned. Sorry, Mark. Oh, oh, I know I've been a bit about about quite a lot. In fact, about like UEFA taking over the control of the referee yes, system. But why not just even have UEFA taking over the uh, the VAR system? Mm-hmm. They're saying they can be sitting anywhere in the world. Watch it. Do you get what I mean? It could be anybody sitting anywhere in the world with the technology we've got today doing the VAR job. So why not go for like an outside? Obviously, obviously we speak English today. The Scottish game. Do you know what I mean? But why did they not go for that kind of idea? And that I takes away my... any any questions of the, the neutrality applying the rules of the game. Mark, I think I told you about this um, off air. It's a it's a trial team. They're, they're trying over over in Poland in in the lower league this year is that they have the right the referees are mic'd up and there there's it's like it's like the Scottish FA Division One only some stadiums have VAR like they don't have VAR sorry but all the referees are mic'd up and 
the the head of the referees association go wrong to the matches and they watch the referees, but they're mic'd up to the referees and they can hear the conversations that the referees getting off the line, man, the fourth official. And then if the decision's wrong, they'd question the referee after the game why he gave that decision and what's to so they're currently under review. I think that that's not what it's, it's not what's happening. They're oh. not under review, Mark. They have, it's like they they have their, it's like they're protected Connolly. It's, it's a weak in, click, in, in, Paul. Got, yeah, yeah. It's a weak, it's a weak click, and as I said, you're comfy like this area where I still like South Lanarkshire, Lanarkshire kind of thing. They're all, all ninety percent of the referees in Scotland come from this one wee area. The Lanarkshire yeah, Referee yeah, Association is kind of being nicknamed they get, and that's no right. That's got to get spread about the country. And, Get other guys from other regions of the country. I mean, although Scotland's both got a population of about five million, they're just a bit. They're still not everybody's got any affiliation to Celtic Rangers. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think there's any route for a referee for the up the Aberdeen to work their way into getting into these kind of top positions in the SFA refereeing committee. It just seems to be oh Hugh Dallas and his son's cronies and pals that all get kicked on on it. Remember Fame Soccer we used to have this one referee his name was Bertie and Bertie Bar- was a big man he was, I say he must have been well into his 60s when he was refereeing me but he never used to move around the halfway line because he couldn't because he was so big but that fucker used to spot everything <laughs> he <laughs> spotted everything we had one as well he used to never leave the centre circle but he, you could ping a fella off, so he'd ping a fella for offside literally you'd probably be played over and a fella be oh he'd be 7 or 8 yards onside offside <laughs> exactly just <laughs> because he was it, fast <laughs> Yeah, and eventually, eventually he'd call about four of them and you go, the next one he's surely going to get through. And the next one he managed about three yards outside and he'd play away. <laughs> Say away. Like, yeah. I, I think every young lad had a referee like that, didn't they? Never left, the, never, left the center, never left the centre circle. Never left never the centre circle. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> he he, he, the only time he ran there was after the match to get the script. That's the, <laughs> only, time he, that's the only time he ran was off the pitch to get the money <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I I I think it's going to be a long season, Mark Vidvar. Really, I really, really can't. Not just for Celtic. But just just for Scottish football in general. I think, I, think, oh. I think what we're going to do, Mark, is we're going to let the month of November go go on, and we'll get Jonas on in the middle of November, and we'll see what his thoughts are around the Dundee Dundee United fans, what they're Bravo. saying about Varen. I was speaking to Mike earlier on about uh, and he was with Jonas yesterday. And but Jonas said as well, he said, he said, and I've said this before, people, one of the problems with bringing it in when the season started was people are going to look back on it and say, well, we'd have got a penalty if that had been. And Jonas told Mikey that Dundee United have been denied four stonewall penalties this season so far, that if that had been in play, they would have got these penalties. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of points. For, that's a, a, a lot of points for Dundee United. You get what I mean, sir? It's, it's, got a, it's back to the thing again, Paul. Rangers fans will sit and listen to us and they'll be like, I ah, listen to all the Tim's on there. I'm moaning and greeting about VAR. But, but we're no moaning and greeting about it. We're moaning and greeting about the things that they missed. But we're also saying that it did pick up good things. 
the first weekend it's been used, it's been good, but there's also been some really bad points about it in one game. That's the, that's the thing, if, in if, the if one game. We'll see them more, you know, when Tavernier's not their top goal scorer at the end of the season. That's what they, that's what they will. Football. You know, um, I said we'll see the Rangers fans mourning when Tavernier's not their top goal scorer at the aye, end of the season. Aye. You know, th- that's what we'll see, Mark. We, we'll see. We have seen soft penalties given to them so we'll, we'll, we'll judge it by that as well like if these soft penalties are kind of still being given like do you know what I mean to be honest Paul to be honest Paul I'm sure not that I don't want any decisions obviously against Celtic but I don't mind VAR making a decision against Celtic if it's the right decision no you know and I know that's going to sound people are going to think I'm talking nonsense I'm not because because for me if 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 it's going to come in and for argument's sake the Carter Frickers one which he didn't give initially as a penalty and then they looked at it and it was a penalty yeah and when you look at it you go yeah that's a penalty second one's a penalty the, their goal's a goal and when you see the line you think okay yeah that's perfect it's what you I just want is the, the consistency part that they go you know what, yeah, okay. you know what was always puzzling as well Terence is 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 why Jens wasn't sent off. But that's yeah, but 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 that's another one. He was that was second. It should have been sent off. Like it was his second yellow. It was he, a blatant foul. He didn't play the ball. That's the bigger issue rather than VAR, Paul. It's the problem is it's the people who are officiating the game and the people who are officiating VAR. And the two of them combined aren't good enough to do either of the jobs. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's where that's where the problem the problems will arise because you're going to have ridiculous decisions like yesterday, like pulling up for the free kick that was no free kick because the heart fella fell over because he couldn't because Jackie Macus outbustled him, or the handball, or, or to, yeah. you know, you know that that's where that's where the that's where the issues are going to arise where you have a referee. Just he's not not good enough to referee at that level, and and the guy who's in the VAR box isn't good enough to 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 do it either. You know what I mean? And that's that's where the problem is, and that's where that's where people are going to go. Oh, VAR is rubbish. VAR isn't rubbish. It's the people running VAR are rubbish. What about the kick, the Joe Hart's kick out as well that he gave the linesman gave offside for, like in stoppage time. Oh, you sure? He's, your man was about your man was about ten yards on side. He gave aye, Joe Marcus went it. But it's a completely utter bizarre decision. But 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 Mark, that's something that's something with the greatest respect you get used in Scottish football, taking away of the level of the level of confidence from, from, the, from the lines. But the anyway, don't they? Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, it's like they don't know the rules of the game. Well, you, know? you don't know whether they don't know the rules, or they're just not good enough, or they're just openly biased. It's one of the it's one of those three things. Yeah, you know a, a, mixture, a mixture of all three. Yeah, it's a combination of all three. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, they, um, I think it was a bad or Jack Macus. He was like he was probably eight or nine yards on side. Now whether he whether he was offside before the kick out came when he kicked and then he ran back, I don't know. He must be the fastest human being in the world if he was able to do that because he was looked so far on side. But you know, but look, the, the the problem is the 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 people who are refereeing or officiating 
whether it's on the pitch or in VAR, they're not very good. We knew they weren't very good, but this is just going to highlight how bad they actually are. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving you know, on. Sorry, time's gone. No, 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 that's, that's all I was going to say, Paul. Uh, so Celtic take on Shaq for the next uh, home at Celtic Park on Tuesday night. Uh, European football looks all but over for Celtic uh, this season. But should results go Celtic's way, Todd could be could be a possibility. Should Celtic uh, concentrate in Europe or trying to maintain our form uh, in the league? I think the reason I'm saying that is I I do think the the defeats and and the bad results because in some matches we were playing well, especially the Real Madrid one, the second game in Shakhtar in the next match we should have won. I think these European results actually unsettled the team. Like, should we actually try to make an attempt to beat Shakhtar Donetsk and maybe hope results go away in the last day and get a, get a result against Real Madrid? Or should we just know maybe Ange rest players uh, give? No, go and give, go and get into them, Pong, you welly. Mm-hmm. It's another get game. Points on the board. Uh, no, just even. Points in the board, whatever. But just get out and try and win, win the game. Mm-hmm. At least win for one wee, game in the group, Mark. Just even for a wee bit of even the players' personal pride. What is it, though? If, I mean, if I've not had do, do we have to oh, beat Real Madrid as well? Oh, or would a draw do us? No. I don't, I don't even know, Paul, but I'm not holding much hope he's getting out of the group even down to the Europa League or anything like that. I think that Dude. seems to be the only downfall, Mark. This season is 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 the, the Champions League groups. I know it's a long call for a lot of these players, but I really thought Celtic were were good enough. I don't to think get, it's a big No, Paul, I, told, I disagree with that because see the performances that we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think we saw enough of the team to know that they keep the. For, I mean the. The first half, first sixty minutes against Real Madrid, that's what, that was a fantastic Brilliant. performance. It really was. But if we can hold Warren with a team like that, it's Celtic part for that length of time. I, I, Paul, I just put again. I'm putting it down to Angie and his tactics. Mm-hmm. I think they've just been naive. Ah, yes, I, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. There's no way. I mean, I'm not saying I want Neil Lennon back as manager, but Neil <sighs> Lennon, you, I can't get and go toe to toe with these teams. So you you have to be a wee bit cute and a wee bit to get a wee bit mayor. This is both clever, Mark. You just have aye, to be clever. Aye. I mean, nobody would have complained if fans had played the pure defensive kind of game against against Real Madrid or that, and we'd end up even getting a draw, even even getting beat one nothing, two nothing. They really wouldn't have, because that's what you can, you've got to expect. That it's like us coming up against your kind of St. Martins and your St. Johnsons. These teams are going to defend and park the bus. And it's it's up to right. It's maybe not pretty to watch. It's up to it's up to us to break the teams down. So we've got to look at it. When we're up against the Real Madrid, we've got to set up as if we're the Saint Mariners or the Saint Johnson. We've got to park the bus, make sure we're not getting in the way at the back, and then hope to get them in the counter attack. They're not shaming doing that against these teams that spend millions upon millions of pounds a year on players' transfer fees, wages, and everything. They're not shaming that at all. You, but we just, we just get, there's no way you're going toe-to-toe with these kind of level of teams. It's just remember, Mark, when, when myself and you did a podcast uh, after the Shirt and game, and you'd always be happy to get a draw away from home. 
in, in the opening football. But I, I remember I said, I think Terence Robinson as well, or was it Michael? I said, Mark, it was two points dropped that day. We aye, dropped two points. If we won that game, we could have actually brought that winning mentality, Mark, into RB Leipzig. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we could have, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying... Stephen Paul, she's honestly see the Euro, see European games. Celtic Celtic's got to approach every one of the games, Paul, as if it's a one half, a cup mm-hmm. final. That's mm-hmm. the way Celtic have got to approach these kind of games, I think. No, I mean no no say, oh, if we can get this for this team, that for that. But I mean we all do, we all like doing it, but we've got to say right, next game we don't we just we need something, whether it's a point, whether it, we need to try and get just get a point. It's a one half game. There's no aggregate scores or nothing like that. So just treat it, treat every game like that. But that's what I'm saying, Max. There's a level of there's a, the two things that would glaringly obviously to me, Paul, is one Celtic are unbelievably naive at this, unbelievably yeah. naive to try to try and do some of the stuff that they've done. And two, the problem is uh, there was a stat that said they created 53 chances and scored that's one cool. goal. 53 chances and one oh. goal. You you it's a league it's a league basis. Celtic are where they are in the league because they deserve to be where they are in the league. You don't, you can't create fifty-three chances and score one goal, and and then wonder, God, God, we, you, that's that's not unlucky. That's mm-hmm. bad finishing. That is, you know, that's that. But again, Terence, I, I mean, that, don't get us wrong. That's a bit, it's an embarrassing statistic. That, but it's the difference between the Champions League and the SPFL, isn't it? We've got a striker in Kyogo, Kyogo, but he'll score one out of every three chances. Real Madrid's yeah, getting better. They, they just need, they just need one chance, Mark. Yeah. Aye, that's, one the chance. that's the difference at the Champions League level. If you get one chance, these teams you are taking it. You're not going to get your 15 chances that you get in the SPL game. Then if you score four, for argument's sake, I said they won comfortably, they won 4 nil. But not if you have 15 chances. You, if you convert that, it's still only it's, you know, it's only 33% conversion rate, give or take. Like It's still quite low. And, and these weren't hard chances either. Do you know what I mean? No, these were in front of the goal chances we missed Terrence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, by, look, by all three strikers, Mida, Giamatis, Kyogo, they were all in, in amongst bad misses. The bad uh, missed bad misses as well. Like The whole team just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See the chance to a bad right at the start. Well, not right at the start, but uh, the first chance against Real Madrid. That as soon as he's done, I knew that. I'd, oh, but Mark, would you think maybe, one, maybe one, they, they, they just go on going what you're saying there, like treat it as one game off? Like did did all players go into that playing the occasion, not the game, and just get overwhelmed by the whole occasion of the Champions League? No, I don't very big, very I don't think so, Paul, because for 60 minutes we, we more than held our own against them. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm just throwing stuff out there. I, like, no, I, know, just, I know, no, I think, that, yeah. for me, honestly, that hour against Real Madrid, that was one of the best performances best I've performance seen yeah. in a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, and Andrew already said he'd never changed the way he plays, though. That's the problem, but because mm-hmm. this, this, this is always going well, to happen. But Mark, we said, here, you don't have to change the way you play, just change the personnel. Do aye, you aye. You could bring but in, 
But just tweet, just you're not changing yeah. what you play. You're just tweeting something. Tell, tell somebody they just just kind of cover that area, isn't it? Do you get what I mean? It's just you're not. It's not changing the philosophy or the way you like to play. You football. could easily bring Dermak in for O'Reilly to give that bit, bit a bit of physicality. Uh, you could bring Haksabalovic in to give it more physical. Do you know what I mean? It's not changing the way he plays. It's you, but you said you you can't be saying that, Mark. And doesn't have to change the way he plays, just change the personnel. But as I said, Paul, it's just it's been naive. It's just mm-hmm. been naive. I think like the I I we said it this and I'm probably sick of saying it. The best the best teams that have ever played in this in this and the, the best teams that are in it now, they'll all still have your your midfielder that'll that'll give that little bit of protection to the back four. They, yeah. they'll, they, whether whether it's as I said, the fellow signed for United from Real Madrid, he done it. Week in week out with his eyes closed, he used to do it. Busquets would have done it with Real with Barcelona. Yeah. You know, Macaulay or Macaulay, Kante would have done. Kante would have done it with Chelsea. You know, yeah, there's exactly. I agree, and thinking he doesn't need a player like that, Terence. Yeah. It's, it's down and to Ange, look, really. Like in this, yeah. And if you looked at the the Leipzig fella in the last game, I don't know what his name is. Michael Lowe would be able to name it off in a heartbeat. But he was he was spraying passes all over the pitch. They're holding the fella who's in that position for them. And he was he broke up play, and he was pinging passes left right. I think he put the first ball out of play in about the ninetieth minute. He had an unbelievable game for them. So like, and he's and he's given that extra protection to the defence. And look, he, he, he's not going to do it. So there's, there's, we we'll talk about this again the next time, and again the next time, and again the next time. Aye, he, aye. He's just he's just not going to do it. That's that's not in his DNA. He doesn't see a reason for it. And look, fair enough. That's his philosophy and that's his belief and that's fair enough but you're just leaving yourself open to getting to getting hives and problems and I mean this is going to this is, is, can can we go on like this right? be here the next three or four years when are we going to be happy with Angie's winning the league getting into Champions League and getting pumped winning the I league don't want get this Champions to get pumped, league, pumped but that's mm, what we're going that's what's yeah. going to happen Paul yeah I know that I, and that's I mean, it's embarrassing, like, Mark, it really is, like, Celtic support or not, like, you know, when I was embarrassed when we got pumped under Brendan Rodgers, when he taught us, you know what I mean? Uh, Brendan Rodgers going to toe-to-toe with Barcelona yeah. and PSG. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's craziness, it really is just craziness. And if Ange's that stubborn, in the long run, it's going to cost him. I said to you, Mark, he'll wind up, and I like Ange, but he'll wind up being remembered as the manager that won the league for Celtic. The same as Ronnie Dahlia, the same as Neil Lennon, the same as, you know, fellas might call lesser managers. I'm not saying that. Neil Lennon's got a one over Barcelona on his CV. But what I'm saying is people will look at... And still talks about us. Yeah, I know, but like, if you, like, the problem is he has, he has the tools at his disposal to allow him to not put himself in that predicament. Well, he just doesn't seem to be using them, in the sense of like, yeah, you don't, you might, he might say, I don't, you don't necessarily need a whole midfielder in every game, blah blah blah, and it's SPL or whatever. Fair enough. But it's like we said, box clever. Like you're playing against Real Madrid, you're playing against Leipzig. The reason there's players playing at Real Madrid is for a reason. The reason they're playing with Celtic is for a reason. Right, exactly. Yeah. Do you know? I'm not to be disrespectful to any of the Celtic Celtic players by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not. But there's, there's a reason. There's a, there's a reason that players play with better sides because they're better players. Aye, I mean it's you like know? you can't. I mean it's like 
we go be going about Yod Yoda and abandon people like that, but they they're playing as you're saying to us, they're playing with Celtic for a reason. They'll yeah. dream about they'll dream about one day playing for like Real Madrid. Uh, if an if they can't provide in the big stage, Mark, they're not. No, but, but that's still, that's kind of their that's their kind of dream. So there is levels, but so you've got to go. It's, it's like I thought it's like me going out to take on Bruce Lee with a square go. I'm not going out without a baseball bat with a nail through it. Do you get what I mean? But, but even, you've even, got to go out and prepare for what you've got to go prepare for what you're up against. You can't just go out and say, "Oh, we play this free." Flowing attacking football, we're just going to stick with that against some of the best teams in the world. The European champions. Even from Pastor Coglu's point of view, as a manager, if he wants, if he if he was pragmatic, a bigger, you know, I'm going to say bigger club. I not, I don't mean it that way. Since it's huge, but I mean it in the bigger leagues. Uh, money wise, I mean, you yeah, need to have bigger if, money wise and stuff. If, if, if pragmatic, you're talking about it. Arsenal in the Premier League or someone like that. Yeah, if he's focused on European football as well, turns yeah. I know, but if he's looking at that, they're not. If they're looking at him and going, well, he won the league at Celtic. Okay, was that really much? Probably not. They all win that. How do you get on Europe? Well, he got spanked every week. Every week. Oh, maybe he's mm-hmm. not the guy for us. Maybe he's not the guy for us. Maybe he's maybe he's a bit. Maybe he's not. He's not clued in in Europe. Maybe he's not. He's a bit naive in Europe. Blah blah. blah. Like Celtic have lost the last seven games at home in Europe. Like. Mhm. Ridiculous. Do you know? So like, it's not as if. And you know the, the days of it for Park Fortress Park are long gone. Teams aren't overly worried no. about going to Celtic. Teams aren't worried about that anymore. No, I thought that's a must-tear, really. Even going about the oh, European nights at Celtic Park and all that, that must feel the other night was shocking. Yeah, you know, my, I remember Michael was saying that actually. He said it was very, very poor. My, you know I mean? what, but are people are people already are people already though marking their heads? Are people already thinking like, well? Yeah, it will go and be good. I'll crack. Be good. I'll. I know. But likelihood is we're not going to win. Yeah, has, has that has that slowly slid 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 through to the supporters as well? Not all of them, but a large portion. Most people might have. Plus, a large portion might think that. Plus, as well, there's a large portion of Celtic support that turn up and just like expect the Green Brigade to amuse them and entertain them every week. I don't want to like get involved with singing and that themselves. So. I think a lot of that harms at the Champions League games as well. A lot of like tourist fans, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that helps the atmosphere much either. My thing as well uh, would be if it is a defeat, will the Celtic players kind of drop their heads again, like we've seen after European games, Terence? Do you mean do you see, I, I, I actually think this European one affected Celtic's momentum in the league because of these. Defeats. I think it did affect the team, and that's my main concern. Again, is that if we if we do lose, and to be honest, I'm not overly confident we will win on Tuesday night. Uh, I I be more worried about going to Limston on Sunday than I would about this game. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would you you would you would hope that like for from the Celtic players' point of view that if we lose this game, right? if we don't get a result. I'd be worried yeah. to go into to Limston at the back there uh, of of a bad defeat. You get me in Europe. Oh, you know? oh yeah, no, no. What I would say, Paul, is uh, fair enough if they lose, but I'd be very surprised if they lost badly at home. I'd be very surprised if they lost badly at home. But if they lost, would I be overly surprised? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not because look, Shakhtar as uh, obviously are 
they're up feet, not as good as they would have been with everything that's gone on, obviously in the in the war side of things. But listen, they're they're still ahead of Celtic. When it comes to Celtic, they got a result against Real Madrid. Yeah, they did. You know, Madrid scored the last Madrid scored the last minute to 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 get a draw. So they're obviously they're obviously on a high. They've obviously got good players. They'll be going to Celtic with the notion that if we get a result here, we're guaranteed European football. You know, mm-hmm. so they're they they're they'll be playing for something as well, like so and it, if they it's, win it's, that's embarrassing, but into shocking. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking, but but it's 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 all a Celtic's own making, Mark. The league doesn't lie. Do you know the league doesn't lie? I mean Do you know what it, I can't understand here, Rice? Matt? We're playing on Tuesday night, Rice. <laughs> and Rangers are playing Wednesday night. But Rangers, they're not playing Saturday and we're playing Sunday. Do you know what I mean? I just don't get that. Like, normally it's the other way around, isn't it? The team who kind of plays. Yeah, but they don't like playing. They don't like playing after Celtic Paul. They yeah. know that at this stage. They don't like have, Rangers don't like having to play a game after Celtic if they've Celtic got a result. They much That'll prefer be, to have playing before. That'll be the TV, but Paul, where games probably be moved for TV? Yeah, probably. Because we're away. What do you think, Mark? Do you think we'll get a result? Or like I, I'm more worried about Livingston away next Sunday than I am actually about this game. You know, this this game actually at the moment. Kind of, we should, well, this, is, this is a game we should be winning. If we mm. can't beat Shakhtar Donetsk at home, it's, that's, that's a big red flag for me. Really. Yeah, and that's, what, that's what, what would concern me, Mark, if we can't beat them at home and we're coming in away to Livingston on, on a defeat against the team we should be beating like my my, my thing is like the heads could drop you oh. get me like Livingston's a tough place anyway to go out there you know oh, I'm not even thinking of Livingston game I'm just more concerned about Tuesday I don't think I, I really don't Mark I really I I, I, I think I, I, I don't know just the way we are in Europe at the moment what, what we're just talking yeah, about there be- yeah ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。ダルスウェイ。
he knew exactly how to exploit Celtic space in that second game because he knew the way Andrew played mm. and he knew how to con- counteract that. Do you know what I mean? He knew exactly how, you know. That, I mean, that, does that show you there is a bit of a kind of difference in levels even between like like Ange and you know, like the top managers? Because that was as a top manager, I need need disputing that. He's turned them about and they, I mean, they were garbage at the start of the season. See if we'd played them in the first Champions League game, we'd have beat them. Arby Leap said. Because they were, I mean, Shakhtar beat them, that was a thing. If we'd beat them then, that last manager had was a pure diddy. We'd have exactly. beat them that first game, but those just came in and just switched everything about. And again, it shows you a sign of a good, a good coach. But good coaches, they tweak their teams to suit the opposition and stuff as well. And that, that is going to end up Angie's ultimate downfall, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, win. 100%, man. It's a stubbornness that he doesn't need to. We play that many teams, like inferior teams in Scotland. There's plenty of time for Ange to experiment with different formations and different ways of playing the game and that, but if, unless you're at the very, very top level, you can't be that arrogant in your tactics. You can't. But do you think, do you think that you could say, just a, I know, I don't, I'm not quoting him or anything, but do you think that he could technically say, I'll play the same against St. Mirren as I will against Real Madrid? Yeah, it does, yeah. Aye, you know, aye, exactly. you're, 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 And then I've been disrespectful to St. Mirren earlier, but you're kind of going... That makes no you know, sense, that like, so it does in terms, yeah. That, that, that doesn't make any sense in any level of sport. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like you know, it just, it, it's it's like fragment sake. Fragment sake, if I would go, and I was saying golf against Michael, and, or Michael, Michael or Michael is dead. Michael's dead, scratch golf. Michael's up two or three. Two unbelievably good golfers. If I went out with a blast attitude and just goes, I'm just going to go up now and not bother and just hit the ball and hope for the best. I get, I get, I be, I be in after about ten holes after getting my ass handed to me. Whereas mm-hmm. if I go and go, I'm playing Michael. I really need to focus. I know what I have to do. Right, I have to make sure I have to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this to to compete with the guy. Lana Wolf was in was in after ten holes last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just came. Lana Wolf, Lana Wolf, you 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 have you have to you have to cut your thought accordingly. And like it's Champions League, Celtic don't get into this every year. And now the coefficient and everything else they're talking about, that's going to get an absolute hammering after this season. Of course it will, yeah, that, especially on the other jobs side of the city. Yeah, yeah that, there, that, there, that, there, that, there may, that there may not be uh there may not be an automatic qualification space available because the teams that are just below them or the countries just below them are all winning points. Because with Celtic, Rangers, Hearts all getting tumped, I think the last the last three games in the, in the last round of games, it was fourteen goals conceded, two goals scored. You know what I mean? You you don't you don't deserve to be automatically qualifying if that's if that's what if that's what the if that's the teams in Scotland are performing at that level. Do you know what I mean? They don't. They, none of them have none of them have got even close to winning again. game. We've got hammered. Celtic have been well beaten. They've all been hockeyed. So like when it when it comes that you can't be can't be wondering why why there's an automatic qualification for Scotland if that's if that's gonna occur like. So just I just a question the there, Mark. Uh, sorry, Terence, go on. No, and I'm just gonna say the problem is Pastor Coglu has the tools at his disposal to try and manage the game at the different teams and he's just not doing it like and it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Two questions here. So Kaiser 
Lions don't counter men, uh, men counter Lions troops. We don't change our game to suit the opposition. We play our game and, and for them to try and cope, cope with us, it's about mentality. Do you want to come in on that one, Mark? Well, Real Madrid coped. Mm-hmm. I'd be Leipzig coped. Shakhtar coped. It's down to players' mentality then. Well, that's something no. about our mentality then, Mark, is this? Aye. Do you know? Aye. aye. No, just, you can have the heart of a line all you want, but if, if, just in the heart of a line, it's not going to... We don't have a player heart of a line who's going to go in and, and dig deep into a tackle. Do you know what I mean? And that's why we're getting beaten in, in Europe because we don't we don't play with that type of player. We're all saying that Ange needs to play. Do you get me? The, the team's just too soft. Yeah. You know? That, that's that's basically what it is. Across the team there's no there's no there's no doesn't he steal, doesn't he dig in, in the team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, I don't... I, but any, all, good man, all good managers adjust the team to, to win a, a game of football. There's no way Ange can sit there and think, hey, I'll go out here all out attack against Real Madrid and think that we're going to win. There's, there's, mm-hmm. just, there's no chance here. Yeah, the mentality mm-hmm. one is... The mentality one, Paul, that's... That doesn't make any sense to me because so does Maya did not have the mentality to knock the ball in from five yards from three yards out. Aye, aye. So does 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 Kyogo not have the mentality to knock it in from five yards hit six yards out? Does Abada not have the mentality to kick it in to go up? So that that's that's nonsense. It's 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 ability. It's ability and performance and on on under the gun at the time and they didn't perform. And you can you can't, you can't it, see that. Ange is some kind of tacti- tactical genius when we're beating Dundee United, Dundee United nine nothing in that, and then we're getting pumped off Real Madrid, beat off Leipzig home and away. It just it Bodo glimped. Just, it doesn't work out that way. You know, you go, you go. Celtic, Celtic as a club are going to be judged from anyone that isn't a Celtic supporter in Europe. What did they do in Europe? And we've all got friends that are Man United fans or Liverpool fans or whatever. They're not necessarily Celtic fans. And they'd be like, oh, God, Celtic are yosis in Europe. They got hockey again. They got hockey again. They got hockey again. No one's going to, <laughs> no one, you know, no to say like, oh, geez, they're brilliant to win the league. Everyone goes, that's a shit league. There's only two horse, a two horse race, so to speak. Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're not going to go. They're not going to go. They're not. They're going to go, oh, God, well, what were they? Oh, they got hockey by Leipzig. They got hockey. They did okay against Madrid, but they lost. The, the last, the last. It's still, it's still at the end of the day, Paul. It's still an, it's still an L at the end of it. It's still a last, like. Right. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about a team that hasn't won a knockout game since 2004. Mm-hmm. 2004. It's, it's, it's Kaiser. I don't know, Kaiser, man. Is, is Kaiser eating uh, some Java Java's uh, edibles <laughs> there or something? I believe Andrew went the Champions League in 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 five years, lad. Andrew went the Champions League in five years. I go live in this podcast, live TV, balls naked, and I do a podcast, balls naked. Man bun and everything. Out. So everyone, <laughs> everyone's hoping Celtic don't win the league, Champions League in five years. Jesus Christ. Um, going back to another question that Kaiser said, is anyone buying the Anne's jumper for, for Christmas? I wouldn't be caught dead in the in in Christmas jumper, uh, Celtic no. or not. So just not me. Um, I'm looking for. 
It's like, why I wouldn't be caught dead marking a Christmas I've, I've jumper. Got, I've got a Bob, is it a Boba Fett and Darth Vader one, a Christmas jumper? Terrence I'll show you a Christmas podcast. Terrence. Huh? A real Christmas jumper. No, I do not have a Christmas jumper. Come on. Terrence is not a wee Santa suit. He wears a wee Santa suit. Yeah. Peter. Peter and Peter. Name badge, Peter. No, I don't have a Christmas jumper on, no. No, I won't be caught dead. It's just not me. No, and any, if I see anyone wearing a Christmas jumper, I just go, what a dick. It's just like it's like Kevin Bridge with your dick. <laughs> no, I like the I like the ones that Pastor Cogler does wear the Celtic ones with the little Celtic crescent. I do like them. They're nice, but not actually, a, yeah. Yeah, they're very nice. Not, not a Christmas jumper though. No, no, it's not. That's them. Um, no, so I don't Celtic do Celtic really made about uh, a few sales and then didn't they mark those Pastor jumpers? Didn't they? They're lovely. They're very golfy. Mm-hmm. I like them. They're a, a Celtic onesie. That's there, 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 Paul. Get you, you got a Celtic onesie. Christ, what's a onesie? Oh, that's all that all one jams thing, is it? Aye, aye. God, no. Ah, you'd sit that, Paul, sitting on a camera with your Celtic onesie, your wee man bun all tied up and that. We've got a blusher. Yeah, I have fucking green We've got a mascara, we've got a mascara than you and that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you calling call, me now? Call him Pauline. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> your, with your horse, Mark and Pauline, for tonight. Jesus <laughs> right. um, looking forward to Tuesday's game. Uh, myself and Mark, Terence, if he's available, will be on Wednesday night for match reaction and looking ahead to Livingston game. Uh, thanks for all the new guys joining us tonight. Kaiser, Mappy, uh, the usual lads, Bobby. Yeah, you Def joined us again tonight. Uh, Rod joined us tonight. Uh, thanks again, lads. Mark will close the show. Thanks very much, Paul. As you said, thanks for everybody that's listened in. You as well, Terence, for coming on. Thanks very much, bud. No uh, just again, thanks for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, everything, all of our stuff, as I've said, it starts below in the Discord. The Discord, the, down in the description box below, through our link tree. Uh, you're very welcome on the forum and that so I hope you've enjoyed the show thanks very much lads again good night hail hail and God bless this episode of the Boz and Bobble podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel